Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's it's, it's been an important evening, of course, with the the leaders' debate with uh, Jeremy Corbyn and uh, Theresa May, and so it's been decided by the management of this radio station that I'd have a go at this, and I've I've not practised it. We're just going to see what happens. Here we go. Not practised this. Let's see. You can't imagine so many monkeys in the Daily Mail And all of them coming anonymously so they leave no trail I never thought I'd have an admirer from overseas But someone is sending me stationery filled with chimpanzees Some chimps in gym suits Some chimps are swinging from a vine Some chimps in jack boots Some chimps that wish they could be my Stasky and Hutch chimps A chimp who's sitting on the can A pair of Dutch chimps Who send their love from Amsterdam Verse one Yes Verse three is where it gets a bit tricky but... Politics special, guys. Here we go. Yes, you can call in, by the way, and um, enjoy the politics special. But excuse me. If I had to guess, I'd say the monkey sender thinks it's great. He's sending me, maybe she's sending me just to see me get irate. I'm losing sleep and it's going to be keeping me up all night. I thought it was funny, but now I've got money on a monkey fight. Some chimps in hard hats. Chimps are working on a chain gang. Some chimps who love cats in a bloody Mustang. Chimps are going chimp. A chimp in black like a goth. A going fishing chimp. A British chimp in the bar. Here we go. I'm putting an order in early for water and coffee. 0344 499 1000. This is the verse where it sometimes gets a bit, um, a little bit steamy, but let's see. Here we go. Yes! Somehow they follow me, even though I pack to move my home. No matter what they come and they come and they won't leave me alone. Another monkey in the mail can make me lose my mind. But look at me shuffling through the stack until I finally find some gyms and swimsuits. Some chimps in jack boots, some chimps in hard hats, some chimps who love cats. I've got shaved chimps, that's chimps devoid of any hair. I've got depraved chimps dressed up in the women's underwear. Yes, sir! What are we talking about? Uh, 0344-499-1000, late nights with Ian Lee on talk radio. Not quite sure what we're going to do this evening, but... um, Oh, could you excuse me? I've, I've just got to finish this off. Everyone is addressing me some chimps in sweatsuits, some chimps in jack boots, some chimps in hard hats, some chimps who love cats. I got some shaved chimps, that's chimps devoid of any hair. I got depraved chimps dressed up in the women's underwear. That's Ian Hutch chimps, a chimp who's sitting on the can. A pair of Dutch chimps who send their love from Amsterdam. Some chimps in Mustangs, some chimps in chain gangs. I got a birthday wishing chimp and I got the going fishing chimp. Well, I've finished on time. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. That'll do me. I finished on time. Those guys finish late. So tonight, I don't know what to do. It's a bank holiday, and the last couple of bank holidays have been special. So the pressure's been on tonight to come up with something special. And I kind of thought about doing a postmodern, tongue-in-cheek, ironic quiz. But then I thought, a lot of the listeners, not you, you're dead bright, okay? 
But there are some people listening who are stupid. Not you, not you. But some people are listening are stupid. And they would think that we're actually doing a quiz proper. And so I thought, well, I don't want people to, I don't, so I've, I mean, we, I, we've not got that. I tell you what we have got, and Kath's going to fire off the jingle now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that is. It's gone out and I don't know where. Hang on. Let's see if I can find it. Okay. I'll tell you what we have got because it's Monday. No, don't. And we do this on every Monday. We've done it every Monday. We've been here for 13 years now. It's coming up to our. uh, Well, it's coming up to our 14th anniversary doing this show. Um, Monday. Ed. Monday to Friday. Got me in it, mate. Ed, for 14, nearly 14 years, we've been doing Ian's mum's Monday mind flip. Where's the jingle? Right, turn your mics off. This is this is embarrassing. This is this. You see, this is um, um, uh, okay. Someone telling me I must get out and vote. No, I don't have to if I don't want to. I don't have to vote. You can call in about that oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You don't have to vote if you don't want to. Uh, um, people died in world wars for you to have the right to vote. No, no. Yeah, they, they died for me to have the right to decide whether I wanted to vote or not. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So, I don't quite know what we're going to do tonight. I don't think we're going to do the quiz. We might do something after midnight like that. It just feels a little bit flaccid to me. Um, but also, we will do the uh, Ian's mum's Monday mind flip. We'll, 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 we'll play that out in a bit. It's a good one tonight. It's a good one tonight. Um, but I am aware... That on bank holidays, no one really calls in because no one's really listening. So I don't want to waste, like, good topics on a reduced audience. And when I say a reduced audience, <laughs> reduced from not a particularly high standard. Um, so I don't really know what to do. I mean, I've got a couple of films that I've seen that we could talk about. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um Bank holiday, we can talk about that. I can talk about um the fact I went camping with my kids last night. And uh, this is how much I love my children, right? I absolutely hate camping. I mean I I I despise it. I detest camping very little i dislike more than sleeping in a tent particularly with two farting boys hang on a second yes line one you're on the wireless okay that's great thank you very much indeed um so i went camping and i say camping i mean it wasn't properly camping it was in my mother-in-law's back garden but they bought a new tent this new tent's massive honestly it's bigger than it's bigger than some of the houses i've lived in it was massive and it was a double cheat because we weren't sleeping on what do the um what do they call the things you sleep on not cumberbands busquatch what do they call the the mats not busquatch not Cumberbands. Oh, 03444991000. Biffa? Biffy. Vibby. Something like that. We weren't sleeping on those. 
she had bought, and I don't, like, proper, full-size, inflatable beds. And the inflate was, it was about a foot maybe 15 inches so it was kind of comfortable but there's just something about being in a tent that i thoroughly dislike i I tell you what was nice i couldn't get to sleep for ages so i was watching uh, netflix on my phone that's cheating that's cheating isn't it but what was nice was being woken up about two o'clock by a massive thunderstorm i enjoyed that that moment was quite pleasant the rest of it awful and the boys woke up at six so i woke up at one minute past six daddy daddy are you awake daddy daddy are you awake yeah i'm awake now son thanks a lot um but as soon as we got up my wife came and collected them and i went back home to bed i went to bed for a few hours to get some sleep because i was absolutely shattered so we can talk about that i'm throwing that out there as something for you to call in about oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand how disappointing has your back here we go the topics are coming what am i talking about nothing to talk about got loads to talk about loads to talk about here we go that pen don't work hang on let me find a pen that works hang on let me find a pen that works here we go right we got we got loads here we go how disappointing um, oh, oh, the topics are flowing out of me, guys. How disappointing was your bank holiday? 0344 499 1000. We call you back. How long has this been going on? You can apply that to anything. How long has this been going on? 0344 499 1000 and camping. Is there really anything worse known to mankind than sleeping outside i have worked long and bloody hard so that i've got i'm not i'm not a wealthy man i'm not a wealthy man i've had riches and i've lost riches i'm not a wealthy man but i'm all right and i have worked long and hard so that i need never sleep outside again unless it's on a tropical island right I've earned enough money, got enough money in the bank, so that I can, at the very, very least, when I go uh, on holiday, I can do a cheap Airbnb or even a B&B. 499 your camping stories, please. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. And don't forget, we've got this. And now, it's time for Ian's Mum's Monday Mind F***. That's happening. That's happening later on. Remind me to do it. Let's go to Rob. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Uh, Rob, I am on top of the world today, my friend. I am on top of the world. 
stuff. Friday's show was a blinder, by the way. You should do that more often with uh, the old lunatics. It was, uh, for those who missed it, it's available online, talkradio.co.uk, or on, uh, if you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, it was three hours of um, uh, withheld numbers going straight to where we broke, Rob, I don't know if you know this, we broke the oh, world, world record, record that was 139 world for the most calls in a three-hour show. We had 164 calls, guys. The Giggle Factory yeah. is open for business. Fantastic. You want to get Norris McGuire around? Uh, well, I'm, I, I suspect that um, we would have to um, get Doris Stokes round first. But then we'd also have to get Sally round to speak to Doris Stokes to see if she can pass a message on to Norris. So it could be a tough one. Anyway, I've got a, a bit of a topic for you. I, I drive a cab, right, in yeah. London. Yeah. And I picked up Dennis Waterman. Hey! Right? Yeah. This is a couple of months back, about four or five months back, and he was trolled, yeah, because he likes he likes a light owl. Oh, I thought that? I thought he'd stop drinking. Oh, he, he was definitely drunk when I picked oh, him right. up. Anyway, okay, okay. I, I started singing, "I can be so good for you." Oh, I bet know? he loved that, didn't he? And he said to me, "Are you taking the F and P? I'll smash your you see you in Good. I'm on his side, Rob. I'd have said that if you'd have started <laughs> singing that when I was in. Yeah, but I said to him, no, it's the love minder. Minder was a blinder, and he went, you're taking the pee. I said, I'm not, mate, I'm serious. And wow. he was really, so I thought, all right, I'll end it there. <laughs> but yeah, he was uh, not impressed. I've got to be honest, yeah, Rob, and I've had someone accusing me of disliking all black cabs. I don't like all dis- black, uh, I don't dislike all black cabs. It was just the two arses that re- that refused to take no, me from Heathrow once. Me, there's, a, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, mate. there's, there are, there are, there are. But I, honestly, you can't sing. You can't sing the Minder theme tune to Dennis Waterman. Why not? Well, first of all, he's a known <laughs> grump, and secondly, yeah. you were taking the pee. Well, I just thought that's a good topic. Have you ever been threatened by someone famous? Have no. Here we go. This is the topic. Have you ever? Um, have you ever upset Dennis Waterman? Yeah. Let's well, make it. Let's make it, it that <laughs> specific. And I'm going to. I'm tweeting. If you follow me at Ian Lee on Twitter, I'm tweeting out all these topics as soon as they're born. Uh, did he give you a tip, Rob? Yeah, he did. He did as it happened. Yeah, he calmed down a bit towards the end, and he gave me three quid drink, so it was all right. Well, he, th- he wasn't too bad. There you go, Rob. Thank you very much indeed. Let's um, let's uh, new topic. I'm tweeting these all out as the topics are born. Have you, and I'm doing that in capitals, ever annoyed Dennis Waterman? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, guys, if you want to go off um, and put the kids to bed or go and have a fag outside, if your missus or husband doesn't let you smoke, or if you want to go and make a cup of tea, or if you want to go to bed, um, you, now's an excellent time to do it, because it's Gatford. Thanks. You're very welcome, Gatford. The thing is, I like to flag up. There's a technique in radio, Gatford, called teasing ahead, right? Uh-huh. And I'm just yeah, yeah. teasing ahead that the next ten minutes is going to be life-sapping. You thought oh, that... I'm going to get ten minutes. You I? thought that that um, uh, leaders' debate was dull. You wait till you hear Gatford. Were we playing the whole leaders' debate on talk radio? Great warm-up, guys. No wonder we got no phone calls. Everyone's died. Did James Wilder fancy an hour off? Yeah, he bar- I thought he was in the seat. He bunked off. He's gone. Yeah. And he's still getting still getting paid for a full show. Unbelievable. Wow. He's got great he's got great uh, nouse, that guy. Or, or a good agent. Well, well I've got I've got an excellent agent. Uh, sure. No, I, I hey, wasn't saying hey, you have. Hey, hey, I've got an excellent agent. On f- uh, Friday, 
I broke the world yeah. record for the most number of calls to a three-hour phone-in show. But, by the way, you're welcome. On Saturday... Do you want me to explain why? No. On okay. Saturday, I was on a second radio station, Virgin Radio, and I was playing Home of the Hits, Today's Better Music Mix. I was playing all the songs, and I was funny. Yeah. Tomorrow, Tuesday... <laughs> I'm on BBC Radio 4, hosting a 30-minute programme about Andy Kaufman. Three radio stations, four days. Kiss my chuddies. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, well, well, no. So, three radio stations, five days. No, mate, because where am I today, you prick? Yeah, but you referenced Friday's show. Where am I today? Yeah. Three radio stations... Four days. Fair enough. Thank you very much. And also, my award-winning, chart-topping podcast that I am co-host of with Catherine, The Rabbit Hole, is uh, is doing a world tour. Guys, I I know hubris. um, uh, No, actually, I do know a guy called Hubris. But Mm. these really are the salad days. And in a salad, you'd find vegetables, such as the avocado pear, the lettuce, and the tomato. It's a vegetable. Gaffer, get to the point in this call, please, because I'm doing all the work here, and it's not fair on me. Well, yeah. Um, bank holidays are boring. I've, I've had to stay in this bank holiday weekend on the advice of doctors. So, um, uh, why? Yeah. Have, they, have they said that... Um, I nearly, I nearly made a very inappropriate joke there, Gatford, um, about you, Tree. And I'm, I, this, this shows my, my you're new... Gonna, you're going to pull back on that one, uh, yeah? My new level of maturity and my attempt not to offend listeners, because we haven't got any listeners yeah. and I need listeners. So I'm pulling yeah. back from that gag. Well done. Um, it's on advice of doctors to do, to do with the toe that I don't have anymore. Don't you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, you had your toe cut off, yeah. uh, which is, I believe, is in some countries, is uh, they cut the toe off if it's found that the person is a sad. I'm pulling back from that one yeah, as well. well. By the way, do you want some more pictures to show around at the next rabbit hole? Yes, please, please. Yes, yeah, sure. yeah, <laughs> no problem with that. We did. Yeah. If you if you listen to the rabbit hole, we did show around, but only to to those that wanted to ask it. We didn't project it on a big screen. Oh, no. But if people wanted to see a picture of your um, the decapitated foot, then we were, were passing it well, around. Amputated is purely the technical term. Yeah, please get to the point. Well, I I had to stay in this bank holiday weekend because the do- the doctors are saying I'm still to access to a phone foot. though, didn't they? Unnecessary going out is not good for me. No. So everybody has been posting pictures on the Facebook and the Twitter and everything else about yeah. all the lovely times they've had. Yeah. And I've been stuck at home. Yeah. I even got the PS3 out. That's how bored I was. Oh, mate. Me, me and the boys. It's been um, Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch all weekend. Can't afford that. And here's the thing. My boys are rubbish at it. I was destroying them. They were coming like fifth and ninth, and I was coming first every single time. It is satisfying beating kids that can video games, isn't it? it Here's the thing. There's a game out on the Twitch, right? And I don't understand it. I've got you download the demo. So I downloaded it, and it said, oh, you know, you can't play it until um, the 30th of May between 3 and 5 p.m. What? Right. I'm... and it's a pu- it's like a punching game, but I think you punch. I mean, don't worry, we won't get too geeky for too long. Just indulge me a second. I think you you're punching against the whole world. What? So the whole world goes online and punches. 
Hold on, are you telling me you're punching people in another country? I think I'm punching Chinese kids. Fair enough. I don't know. Good, good luck. Yeah, well, anyways, that's... Knock them out. Please get to the point of this call, Gatford, because, as usual, you've, you've made me reduce my standards. Well, I pretty much have. Okay, fine. In that case, in that case, it's absolutely uh, fine and dandy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Catherine's having trouble getting through to a caller, right? a bloke called Darren in South Shields. Um, great caller, great contributor, nice guy, really nice guy, decent guy. Um, the the line keeps dropping out for probably for a technical reason. Catherine on my screen, Darren in South Shields is an utter knob. What? I mean, that's not. I'm desperately... I don't know if you've seen, dear listener, if you follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee, I'm really trying to cultivate a new persona of a fun guy, a nice guy, happy guy. I love you guys. When deep down inside, there's a huge ennui that means I want to jump off of a cliff. But um, I'm trying to be nicer. Let's be honest. The last set of listening figures were terrible. Absolutely terrible. So I am doing everything I can, including taking out Facebook adverts on my own dollar, um, to get more listeners. And when I see words like that typed on my screen, Darren in South, South Shields is an utter knob, it makes me wonder what else Catherine is saying to you when she answers the phone. So here's what we're doing. Catherine's nipped out, right? If Catherine's been rude to you or abusive or sexually explicit or disinterested when, when you're on the phone, right? Phone up now. And say to Kath, Kath, I want to talk to Ian about flowers, right? For those who don't know, Kath takes the calls. I want to talk to Ian about flowers, right? And she'll type on my screen, flowers, and then you come on and you tell me about the abuse that she's meted out, okay? Can you do that? Kath, I've just put out a topic, flowers. So if anyone wants to talk about flowers, if you could type on the screen, flowers, that would be wicked, please. Thank you very much indeed. Here we go. Here's someone. Yes, line one. Oh, they've gone. Okay. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to talk about flowers. It's um, Oliver Cox. Hello there. Hello, Oliver Cox. How's it going? It's all right. I've just started a cup of coffee, and I know I'm going to regret it because I'll get really bad coffee indigestion in about 25 minutes. But I really want this cup of coffee, Oliver Cox. Drink it. Caffeine's good. um, Yeah, caffeine is... I love coffee. I love coffee all day long at work. Oh, I love... I I love... I tell you what I can't drink, though. I can't go anywhere near pussy. Monster. Um, Red Ooh. Bull, any of those energy drinks. I can't touch any of that stuff. Can't touch it. Oh, that other vile. I can't stand them either. Well, no, they just drive me. They just drive me nuts. I'm like a cat on um, heat. They, they are full of Tory, aren't they? Which bulls. is bulls, <laughs> bulls, semen. Yeah, that's the one. What I mean, where, who found out that bulls semen gave you energy? I've no idea. Imagine being the first person to find that out. <laughs> why, is, here, why is he running around like a lunatic? He's been in field with bull. Oh, Any, anyway, um, Oliver Cox, what have you got for us? Uh, not much. I'm just chilling. Home. I've 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 just had had the game. Of, I've just had a game of battleships with the missus. Now, when you say battleships, do you mean um, on paper? The- no, the the peg game. Because that take I bought that for the boys, and a they lost the pegs, and b it. Does Narf take a long time to set up? 
Oh, we, we've got the travel version, and the pegs are so fiddly to get out the... You know, yeah, it's so fiddly. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's... So I almost lost my temper playing it. Here's, here, here we go. Here's, here's a phone-in we can do. Um, uh, 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 games that you wanted as a kid but never got, then decided to either buy them or get given them as an adult. And I... I've done that a couple of years ago. Go on, I, what? I, I bought a, a Tyker RC Hovercraft off eBay. Yeah. Which I always wanted as a kid. I bought it, and it was crap. Of course it was crap! <laughs> of course <laughs> it was! On eBay. They always are crap. I asked my sister uh, one Christmas to get me computer battleships. You sunk my battleship <laughs> because um, I because it always looked cool in the advert. And then I realised it just took like hours to program it all in. Oh, sod that! Yes, like sod that on on a Commodore sixty four. And here's the thing: take in and wait half hour for for the game to load. And here's the thing: another one, right? Scalextric. Oh, I love that. I had loads of that when I was younger. Yeah, get it now though. It's rubbish expensive it's very expensive it's ridiculous how much that shit costs now yeah what's your language it's a yellow card that's a yellow card I don't, don't, pardon, don't worry sorry. it's a yellow card it's, it's the excitement it's a yellow card don't you worry about that fla- uh, uh, i need to call you flower um <laughs> so you're just chilling playing battleships with your missus yeah was playing it but got a bit bored now well she she's in the bath and a friend of mine is facebook living his his bus ride home and He's, um, and he is sharing what we're saying now. <laughs> right. Oliver Cox, how old are you, mate? Uh, I'm 32. I was going to say 34. I, I, I've bottled it. I've, I've held back from giving out right. ages recently. Uh, um, he, this is how much you've changed, right? In one hand, you have a phone that you're talking to me on. I'm guessing in the other hand, you've got, you've got a mobile phone and you're watching my, your mate. My, my missus is in the bath. Right. And she's watching my friend, mate, who's, who's mate, on the bus ride home. Oliver Cox, the, you are not living audio. up. You are not living up to your name. Hang up on me. Get that yeah. phone off your missus and turn it off. Get your kit off and get in the bath with the hot naked woman that's in there. Too <laughs> what sweaty tonight for that. Oliver Cox, t- hang up on me and before you hang up, say I'm gonna go and make love to a naked woman in a bath. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right, then. I'm going to go and do it. Hang up! Bye-bye. Where's the passion Please gone? Hang up. No, he's gone. Where's the passion gone? He's got a naked, wet woman in the bath, and he's talking to me while she's watching someone doing a bus journey. Where's the passion? Where, where did we get it so wrong? He's 32. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. Here we go. Right, Darren in South Shields. Please, Catherine. Please don't put abusive messages on my screen about my 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 dear dear callers. By the way, guys, don't forget if Catherine has abused you on the phone, phone up and tell her you want to talk about flowers. You can go on there and discuss it. She won't be able to hear it. Um, Darren in South Shields, we appear to have a little bit of problem getting through to you. So can you call up now? And ass- I'll, I'll take him. I, I don't want him to experience your wrath. Um, so Darren, if you give us a call now, 0344 499 1000, um, I'll take you straight to where. Don't forget, guys, <clears throat> there really is no radio show like this. 
Oh, that's not me being big-headed. No, no, sorry. No, no. That was a quote in The Guardian this weekend. Yes, have it. Have it. That's right, guys. There was a quote in The Guardian. It may have been The Observer. It doesn't matter. Um, it, and it said, quote, there really is no other radio show like it. It also... Hey, Paul. Hi. You got, you, you got name-checked in The Guardian this weekend. I got name-checked in The Guardian? You were in The Guardian. Well, that's one of the few newspapers I do read, but I only read them online. But that's one of the few Mate. papers I do actually read. Mate, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, uh, Cass, can you find the link to the article and send it over can to you, me? Can you email? You got my email address? Can you email it to me? I haven't got your Seriously. email address. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, we're gonna it. find it. and I'm gonna read it out. If uh, Catherine can read it out, because it'll, it'll oh, be good, good for her to show. I've hang got, on, hang on. To the phone. Hello. Right, hang on a minute. Did he? J- did you just swear then? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, well, I pressed the dumb button. We think you said an F bomb, Darren. Oh, well, I'm making the dumb Right, well, don't. Well, uh, right, well, don't. Shut up. Else. Shut up, you annoying. Uh, uh, Catherine, you're right. He's an utter knob. Shut up. Ed, do we have delay? We have delay. Right, let's just. Darren. Just watch. Watch. Watch your language. Calm down. I don't swear. Well, you did, mate. You just dropped an F-bomb. You sound absolutely right. steaming. Uh, no, I'm not. Actually, okay. steaming. Okay, I'm fine. steaming rage, actually, if he wants to switch on to that. Um, I don't Catherine, why am I that? Well, you, you've you just proved to me that you are a knob. Oh, Ian, come on, man. You just on dropped an F-bomb on the radio. Uh, but apparently you pressed the dumb button, so... Yeah, it doesn't matter, I shouldn't have to be clearing up your mess. Paul doesn't swear, do you, Paul? (laughs) No, I don't, no, I don't, no, 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 no. I will not use the F word on the radio. No, exactly, Paul's got standards. Yes, I do. Yeah. Paul's doing his posh phone voice. Darren, what (laughs) have you got, let's, let's put this together. What have you called in for, Daz? Um... Oh, I had a relevant... Uh, right, uh, Stephen Murdoch, I watched it the day, um, earlier on, actually, when I was... Try, the politics was on, so I YouTube you, right? Yes. Oh, it's God, can you understand a Newcastle accent? Yes, I can, Paul, so shut up. OK. Cheers, Ian. Cheers. Um, and it was unreal, and I thought, uh, God, this is another wind-up. Is he a wind-up? Stephen Murdoch, formerly of ISO Solutions, also served yeah. time inside. Um, uh, 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 he now works for, I think it's Richmond Computers, I can't remember. Um, he is our computer expert. He's coming on the show tomorrow evening to talk about the British Airways fiasco and explain right. exactly what's gone on. And also, he's using a brand new app you can get on your phone for i think it's 69p and it, he says it will sound like he's in the studio with me really yeah and he's going to be disp- uh, demonstrating that tomorrow at 10 o'clock uh, he'll be de- demonstrating that and talking about the british airways fiasco he's absolutely brilliant one of the one of the yeah, cleverest yeah. people i've ever had the, the pleasure to visit in prison <laughs> right so Ian can ask a question um, will he get through the show without losing his temper? I don't know, mate. I, I think he's he's been on a course of counselling. <laughs> I believe he's on, um, I, I think he's, he, he was taking Valium last time I spoke to him. Uh, no, I, I, you've cleared a couple of things after that. Well, that's it. what I do, Darren. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, have you sent that thing over, Kath? Can you send it to the the, the uh, other email? Not my, there we go, got it, here we go. This is, this is, right, this, listen to this, uh, Paul. 
Um, the Guardian. The, by Moran, the, the Observer. By uh, The Week in Radio. Phil Williams. Boring. PM. Not Miranda Sawyer, surely. Surely. PM. Sure. Boring. Late Night with Ian Lee. Fab. Uh, and then some other people, and they're not even really important. And I've got a picture. Right, here we go. Boring, 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 boring. Eddie Mayer, boring, boring, boring. Later, Ian, this is, uh, this is on Tuesday night, the, the night after the tragic events in Manchester, right? You're so not making was... this up, are you? No, mate, honestly, I swear this is true. Later, Ian Lee explained on his late-night talk radio phoning show that he would be talking about Manchester for the first hour of his show and then spend the next two hours having a laugh. Callers Paul and drunk Andre talking six-packs and James Bond had me howling. And then she goes into fake news. And you've got to be careful. This next bit is fake news. Bob Mortimer has got into the habit of calling up just for a laugh. Now, I know Bob Mortimer, and I can I can say hand on heart, Bob Mortimer has not been calling this radio show. And then she says, and let's, let's, get, this, let's get this bit um, uh, cut out, enlarged, and um, put above the door at Talk Radio, there really is nothing well, like it. Large. Yeah, there really is nothing like it anywhere else on the radio. Boom! That's me. That is me. Thank you very much indeed, guys. Thank you. Okay, maybe I might keep you a job then. Keep phoning in. Well, well, well. <laughs> maybe you might do. How are you doing, Paul? Why don't you, why don't you give me a half an hour slot once a week? Mate, you get half an hour slot every bloody night. Okay, can I finish by saying two two things that you brought up subjects tonight? Yes, please. Okay, I think who really paid off Dennis Warmerman? Got to be Rudolf Lenska, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's that's um, got a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine, yes. Okay, finally, and finally you're talking about camping, yeah. Here we go. I, 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 I think okay. I know where this I, is going. I took I took my son camping. No, it's not okay. It's not a Karen camping joke. No. I took my I took my son camping once, and I bought all this expensive equipment. Yes. Okay. So I decided. We all do. Yeah. Whenever we decide we're going to be yeah. campers, yeah. we go, go and spend got, yeah. a fortune. And you go to Argos to get it all, don't you? Yeah. Um, John Lewis. But yeah, I take your point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. So I took out camping insurance. What? What is but that? But yeah, to cover cover me, because because but if someone what is camp what is camping? What are you being insured for? In case because if someone stole my tent in the middle of that, I'm no longer covered. Oh, for God's sake! I mean, that is just that was a joke, guys. Let's have a moment silence uh, out of a mark of respect for that joke that um, passed away unnoticed by anybody. Thank you. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, you can listen uh, by... Hey, have you downloaded the smartphone app? Yeah, guys, there is a Talk Radio smartphone app. Or you can listen on the Radio Player or iTunes um, app, I believe. Hey... Here's the thing, right? And if, if they're advertising with us, then boy, oh boy, they're absolutely fantastic and you should all rush out and buy them. But I saw an advert. You know, you get these, these, these things now. Amazon have got one and, um, Google have got those things where you, you, it's like a little tower and it's a speaker and you, t- it tells you, you tell it to do stuff. You seen these? You seen these? Well, <laughs> apparently, if you say to it, if I, if I say, Hey Alexa, does that ter- that might turn on someone's thing? Uh, all right, uh, what can we do to them to make? What can we do to? Hey Alexa, 
Can you play sex noises? Would that work? I mean, we have, as a, as, a, as a species, I went to the pictures today uh, to see Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Is it enough good? I thought it would be rubbish. But it's actually very, very, very funny. And, and, and there were bits. It was, um, I don't think there were any parent jokes in it. I think it was all kid jokes. But they were really solid kids jokes and there was some real tension in it where both my boys there's a bit where that um, the kid is hiding in a shower i won't say anymore and both my boys couldn't watch and they said tell me when it's over it was brilliant and really it's it's stupid dumb knockabout fun with some really nice jokes in there i really really enjoyed it um but there were loads of adverts at the start for these things and there's one advert right and it's basically the, the idea is it's, it shows lots of people in situations like with family and kids and stuff but they don't see it because they're on their phone it goes oh you missed another moment oh you missed because they're looking at their phone right and so there's one of them there's his dad and his kid oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand by the way there's one of them and it's this dad and his kids are like playing a tea party and he's looking on his phone and the voiceover goes ah oh, dad you missed the kids playing again why not put down that phone and join in the fun so he does right but he puts down the phone and i don't know if it's a google or an alexa or whatever it is he says okay robot what sound does a bear make and then and then the then the thing and he goes okay robot play some funny music and the robot's doing all the thing how is that better interaction with the kids we really are an incredibly lazy species and it's it's what's gonna kill us the you, 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 the the dinosaurs were wiped out either by an asteroid or the fact that they all turned vegetarian or because of their farts i don't know what's gonna wipe us out as a species species is the fact that we are getting lazier and lazier when you're sat at a table doing the homework with the kids, and you can't even be bothered to get your phone out and Google it. You can, that, that, like, it's gone from, oh, we should go to, it's gone from, we should go to the library and find that, to, oh, let's go and get the encyclopedia from upstairs, to, let's Google it on my phone, to, I'm going to sit in my chair and ask a robot tower what the answer is. That's what, that's what we're doing. We are so... So lazy, mummy. What? How do? What? What is? Um. What? What does? Which one's a diplodocus? Hmm. I don't know. Let me sit on my fat ass and speak to the robot tower. Hey, robot tower. Which one is the diplodocus? Yeah, diplodocus is a is a dinosaur. Some people pronounce it diplodocus now. Mine's tuned to Frank Spencer. It is the, we, we are going to die out from being absolutely lazy. Get off your backside and go and get, go and at the very least look it up on Google. I can't believe I'm begging you that the, the, the least lazy option is to, to get your phone out of your pocket and Google it. Can't be bothered to do that. What kind of slack parent are you? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What kind of? Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Steve's not playing. Steve's not playing, guys. Steve's not playing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Lots to talk about this evening. Flowers. Um, camping. Your camping stories. Have you ever annoyed 
Um, um, I was going to say Dustin Hoffman, but do you know what? We can do that as well. Have you ever annoyed um, Dennis Waterman, Dennis Healy, or Dustin Hoffman? Um, how disappointing was your bank holiday, and how long has this been going on? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, Steve can't talk to us right now. I'm sorry, Steve. Maybe LBC have just accepted his phone call. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, it, it's a bank holiday. So they people were saying, oh, you should do another withheld numbers straight to air. No, 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 guys. That was a one-off. That We might do that nearer Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to have a job nearer Christmas. Um, we might do that nearer Christmas. People say, oh, you should do that every week. No, I'm not going to do that every week. That would be, um, that, that would be the, the worst thing we could do. Um, I'll tell you what I do. It's time for this. Yeah. Well done. And well done. now, it's time for Ian's Mum's Monday Mind F- Okay, we do this every week. My mum comes up with a riddle. Um, it's good that, isn't it? My mum comes up exactly, exactly as I asked for it. Exactly. I described it perfectly in text form and I received variations. I said, I don't want variations. I want exactly what I described. And, and, and that's what I got. Um, slathers of echo was my phrase. Uh, my mum comes up with a riddle, and you have to answer it. And, and, and guys, how many times have I got to say this? Okay, I do not accept answers via text. I do not accept answers via Twitter, and my email is down. So, you know, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here, I don't know what, what this one is. Here we go. Hello, now, which word in the dictionary? Is spelled incorrectly. Here we go. Uh, let's... Hello, Hello. Which word <laughs> Hello now. in the dictionary is spelled incorrectly? There's one word in the dictionary spelled incorrectly, but what is that word? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I just tell you now, if, you, if you're texting or, 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 or tweeting it, um, then um, 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 delete yourselves, guys. Delete yourselves. So we went and saw this diary of a wimpy kid. Um, and, which apparently is like a thing in America. It's like a, it's kind of like a thing. I don't really know. I was, I was unaware of it. And I went thinking, cause quite often, right, you get the, you get the big films, the big kids films come out in the summer, right? They're the big ones. Are, and boy, they've been advertising Despicable Me 3 for a year. For a year. It looks good. Show us the film already. June. Okay. Thanks. Um, and, and, and they, they tend to bring out the slightly ponier films, um, at the other holidays, Easter and half term. The new Pirates of the Caribbean is released this week. I wonder. Oh, by the way, there's a new Nick Brumfield film coming out about Whitney Houston. Hey, 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 Chihuahua. Um, so we went to see this diary of a wimpy kid. And I was expecting it to be absolutely lousy. And I'll be honest with you, dear listener, we we were in hysterics. Really funny. Really dumb. I mean, I mean, like it, it, it's stupid. Absolutely stupid. And it's wonderful because of it. And it's full of some really funny gags. And here's the thing: there's the woman in it, the mum, right? All, all through the film, I'm thinking, oh, she's, I like her. And I remember her from being in something, but I couldn't remember what it was she'd been in. And she had a slightly wonky mouth. Um, and I like that. I like imperfections, facial imperfections. I don't know why. I find it kind of cute. Um, and it turns out it was Alicia Silverstone. Is that her name? Alicia Silverstone? 
Is that... Right, Cornelius, you've texted in the answer. You're an idiot. Um, uh, 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 you tweeted an answer, right? So first of all, you've, you've not even tweeted me. You've tweeted the talk radio thing, which I can only see by coincidence. And secondly, um, you, uh, you are fired. Your producer of um, uh, um, John Holmes, you are fired, Cornelius Mendes. Fired. Not, and I don't actually have the power to do that, but I can certainly mute you. I can block you. That's what I'll do. I'll block him. Um, and basically, you're making fun of my mum by getting the answer so quickly. And she's in a wheelchair. So proud of that. Yeah, you probably are if you're on the John Holmes show. Because don't you do a feature called um, Let's Wheel In Someone in a Wheelchair and Laugh at Them? I think they do that, don't they, actually, on John Holmes's show. One till four um, uh, weekdays. They've got a, actually got a feature. And if anyone wants to complain to Ofcom, boy, oh, boy, I will back you up 100%. They do a feature called Let's Wheel In Someone in a Wheelchair and Laugh at Them. And Cornelius has to go out into the street. He's got 30, 30 minutes to find someone in a wheelchair. can be a child, an old woman, or a disabled person. Bring them in. Um, and tell them that they want to interview them about their hard life. And then um, him and Cass and John Holmes just stand in a circle, point their fingers and laugh for 60 seconds. That's actually happening on talk radio, guys. And if uh, you, you want to complain to Ofcom, I, I, I really do uh, thoroughly recommend that you do that. Let's go to Hannah. Hello, I've got the answer to your mum's riddle. Okie dokie. Um, it's incorrectly. Let's find. Hang on, oh, I've got to, hang on a minute. I've got to do my faders. Hang on. Let us find out if you are correct. The answer is incorrectly, Bellend. Hey, mum, that's unfair. It's, she's called you a Bellend, Hannah, and I, I, I believe that may be accurate. But you've got oh, the answer. You you've got. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Yes, G. Oh no, hang on. I pressed the wrong button. Yes, G. Is that the right button? Yes. <laughs> Actually, there are two possible answers to this one. No, there's not. Yes, there are. No, there's, there's not. Incorrectly, and then there's none of them. Nope, that's the, no. the dictionary. No, 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 no. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let, let, you're right. Let me double check. Hang on a second. The answer is incorrectly. incorrectly. Yep, so it's just it's just one answer. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, that film, and it was good. Hey, uh, and here's, here's something. Uh, the next hour, we've got, you've got the topics. They're out there, guys, and it's a bank holiday. People don't call in up yours. I'm, I'm still going to work here as, as, as hard as I can, damn it. Um, but the next hour is um, dedicated to a woman that I fell in love with last night while I was in a tent. Because I was in a tent, and I hate it. Right? Uh, and I, and, and uh, I, I, I said on Saturday... Um, when I was coming home from Virgin, I texted my wife and said, hey, why don't I sleep with the boys in the tent tomorrow? Because Saturday it was really hot and sunny. Why don't I sleep with the boys in the tent tomorrow? And then, of course, Sunday it was wet and miserable and rainy. And I kept um, kind of dropping hints, saying, well, maybe maybe we can't do it now. But we did it, and it was fine, and we had fun. And the boys were annoying and wonderful, and we had midnight feasts, and it was great. But I couldn't sleep because it was in a tent. Who can? Perverts, that's who. Perverts and Bill Oddie. And um, so I was watching Netflix on my film. It was only in the mum-in-law's back garden. My, uh, Netflix on my phone. And I watched um, White House Down. I watched that. And then I watched another film without realising that the woman who I'd fallen in love with in White House Down was also in the second film that I had queued up. And that woman is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Hi, Chihuahua! 
What a lady! What a woman! And I, I respect her so much that I'm I'm saying the hard G. It's a hard G. Gillenhall, Jake Gillenhall, Maggie Gillenhall. That's the respect that I bestow upon her. Um, and I don't think I've anyway. So she was in that White House Down, which was absolutely brilliant. And then she was in a film that I, I got halfway through, and then and then I I sort of got a bit bored, but I, I still kind of like the film. Um, Stranger Than Fiction. Have you seen that? It's, it's actually, it's quite good. It's Will Ferrell, and he one day wakes up and he can hear narration in his head. And the narrator is Emma Thompson. It, do you know what? It, I thought it was really good. It's, it's no Schenectady, New York, but I thought it was quite a good film. Anyway, the next hour is dedicated entirely to Maggie Gyllenhaal. If you've got any Maggie Gyllenhaal stories, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give me a call. We call you back. And if you haven't, well, then, you know, it's going to be a really, really quiet next hour of the show. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home so if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Oh, apparently when you're on Virgin Radio, doing that is bad form. I did it. Apparently, when you, what was it? It was a song and it just wouldn't end. It might have been a Madonna song. I was doing Virgin Radio on Saturday, and I'll be doing it again on uh, this Saturday between 4 and 7. It was an absolute thrill to be asked to do it. I thoroughly um, uh, found it fascinating. Um, uh, but it, it's a completely different 
It's, he's finished. It's a completely different job to this. It's like comparing um, being a bus driver with being um, a train driver. There's similarities, but really very few of the same skills. Completely different skill set. And um, so I was on. And here's the, I made a mistake. I made a big mistake. My mistake was assuming that people would phone in. I just assumed that people would phone in. And one should never assume that people are going to phone in. And and I was warned, uh, just as I was about to start, oh, by the way, we don't really get much um, listener interaction during a Saturday afternoon. Now, luckily, ten minutes before I'd gone in, I had ten minutes to kill, and I uh, found myself a pile of newspapers and, 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 and got some silly stories. But I kind of thought, I've got some, I've got some gold here, guys, that I'm going to toss out to you, and we will get loads of calls. And we didn't. I think there were three calls, maybe four calls, in the whole three hours. And it's fine. It's absolutely fine. It's, it's my, my mistake. It was a learning curve. Um, who's this saying Maggie Gyllenhaal is just a modern-day Pat Coombs? Yeah, and your point? Pat Coombs. Whoa. Um, Pat Coombs. <laughs> There's a blast from the past. Um, <laughs> Pat Coombs is throwing me off a little bit. Hang on, where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and so one of the calls was um, Pat, not Pat Coombs, was um, was Pat who phones us. And um, the uh, Candice, who was producing me, said, There's, we've got this weird woman on the line called Pat. Do you want her? I went, yeah, I'll take him. Another caller said, Ian, I've never listened to you before. And I followed you because Bob Mortimer tweeted about you. And this is the first time I've listened to you. And I said, oh, that's great. Well, will you be listening to my show weeknights from 10 on talk radio? And he went, nah, which was good. And then another another guy phoned up. Here's the thing, right? And if you want to call in about this, do, because I like this topic. Um, overrated albums. Always good to talk about overrated albums. Oh, it's very windy. That's that coffee and the meat. We had a load of meat before the show. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. Overrated albums. And the reason I mention this is because it's um the 50th anniversary today, in fact, of the Beatles Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And I have never really enjoyed that album. I think it's um I think it's it's quite ropey. Certainly not the Beatles' best. Not their worst. Their worst is probably Beatles for sale. Um, but it's it's down there in the bottom three. I, I, I'd say the bottom three. I'd have to do a bit of work to, to, to grade it correctly. Best is between Revolver and Abbey Road, obviously. Um, and the fact that there's a six-disc Beatles Sgt. Pepper thing, and I keep looking at it and then going, I don't really like the album. Why do I want six discs of an album I don't really like? I don't need it. 03444991000. But I threw that out as what I thought was an absolute banker. Gold. A golden topic. Particularly for a music station like Virgin. No one called in on it. Apart from one guy, right? He was trying to catch me out. And he, he totally didn't. He said, uh, Ian, uh, what do you think of the two best Sergeant Pepper's tracks? And I said, of course, Within You, Without You, and um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, Reprise or Reprise. And he said, no, 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 no. Actually, the two best Sergeant Pepper's tracks are Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields Forever. Now, he's being clever and arch and wrong because those two songs were recorded for Sgt. Pepper, 
but they, the, the, but EMI wanted a single. The album was taking too long. But for a band that was used to doing three or four albums a year, uh, it was the summer, and they still hadn't re- received an album. So they said, "I'll oh, put these two out as a, as a double A side." And, it, and then he, and I was going, "Well, you can't have those because they're not on Sergeant. Well, no, they're Sergeant Pepper tracks." I said, "Well, where exactly on that album are they? Because they're not." And then he said, you don't like being wrong, do you, Ian? I said, no, I don't, but I'm not wrong here. You're wrong, you pudding. And then, because it was Virgin, and I was trying to be friendly, and I'm trying to be nice on air and get an audience, I did a big laugh and asked how his, his bank holiday was going. Uh, da, 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 Dennis! Well, go on, say it. Is this a recording because you died no, and uh, you owe me 30 quid? No, you owe me 30 quid, dear boy. Well, hang on a minute. Why do I owe you 30 quid? Because I've made the 92 mark, kiddo. Hang on. When was your birthday? Today. 29th of May. What time were you born? God knows. I don't know. I just popped out any old hour. I didn't have a watch on at the time. Oh. Mr. Lee, no live here no more. Oh, I see. Well, you put some rice pudding in a dish and send it up. Mr. Lee, don't live here no more. You've got wrong number. I know you... You've got wrong number. And it's only a little bit racist. Before you start... I thought you guys didn't like political correctness. So that... Hang on a minute. So when I'm I'm all lefty and liberal, you, um, you, you... Uh, you dislike political correctness. Then when I'm a little bit racist, oh, you all like political correctness. Make your minds up. It's impossible for me to make the right judgment when you can't make your minds up. My head's a little bit bobbly today. I didn't take, I forgot to take my Van La Flack scene this morning. And I keep forgetting it because I keep, I, I, for some reason, I store them in different places. I don't know why. I'm like a squirrel hiding his nuts. Ooh-er. And um, I, I, I put them in different places and I forget where it is. And so then I forget to take it. And um, I forgot to take my Venla Flax scene today. So my head is like bubbly, wobbly. Now, some of you who are on antidepressants will know what I mean. Some of you uh, on Twitter, when I mentioned this, uh, talked about effects, or I used to be on effects, or hi You forgot. You, if, if you were like three hours late taking those, man alive, sit down, strap me down, hold on to your hat, who knows where we're going to end up in in half an hour's time. Yeah, it was all over the place. The Venla flaxing's not so bad, but it's given me little minor electric shocks in the head. The eyes are a little bit wobbly. And earlier on, I was... Um, um, I was really gurning, like you know, like a like a pillhead. It was like it was just comfortable to do a nice big stretch. But but guys, it's it's nearly home time. I can make it. I can if I can make it there. Then God damn it, I can make it absolutely anywhere. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll have a quick recap of the topics. Then we'll take a break, uh, and then I'll go through the papers. And uh, it's a bank holiday, and you know, you know, people don't call in on a bank holiday. I'm kind of glad we didn't do the quiz. To be honest, that would have been uh, uh, quite good. Might have been quite good. We might do it. We, we still might do it. If you want a quiz, if you want, if you want a quiz, I mean, really, guys, has it come to that? Has it come to that? Really? I love this, by the way. Bohemian Rhapsody on recorders. Um, So these are the topics. Overrated 
albums. 0344 499 1000. We call you back. How disappointing was your bank holiday? How long has this been going on? Camping stories. Oh, and here, when, when uh, Paul phoned up and mentioned being camp, right? Why does, why is, why does, where does camp come from? The word, you know, to be, oh, no, oh, it's lovely, look at the size of that sausage. Where does, where does being camp come from? To camp it up. And I've been trying, this is, I sometimes try and work it out myself. I've not Googled it, and I don't, I don't, don't Google it. Don't Google it, guys. Don't Google it, Catherine. Let, let, let the listen, because we, we should be able to work it out, shouldn't we? As, as, the, the, so camp, it kind of means, you know, gay and effeminate and over the top. It, I'm going to say it's an army thing. Most things are an army thing, aren't they? If you, if you can't think of the origins of a word, if it's not Greek or Latin, it's probably some kind of... Uh, could it be rhyming slang? Could it be rhyming slang? Um, um, campsite? Camp... Bag, camp bag, camp, um, uh, what words have got off? Anyway, 0344 499 we'll, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. it oh, excuse me, missus. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, 344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Getting a lot of people uh, sharing. The, they know they know that vibe, man, when you forgot to take your pills. You know they still do electroconvulsive therapy, ECT. They still do it. You think, oh, they, yeah, they must have phased it out in the 50s. No, 60s, 70s. No, no, no. They, it, there's seen, been a resurgence of it. You, it, it I, I don't know. They do it for depression and, and anxiety. Um, where you get the electric shocks. So you got to bite on the leather. Imagine that. Flipping it. No, thank you. No, thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If, uh, yes, Dennis. Hello, you didn't take you long to shut him up, did it? No, it didn't. Eh? What? Is it you back again? What? Where's my 30 quid? Yeah, I saw, yes, I saw. Um, Catherine, why don't you come and join me in here? By the way, I should have warned you, Catherine, before you come in. It smells meaty in here. Well, we had a lot of meat. We, we, the, the, I'm a big fan of um, food. And um, we uh, one of those delivery services that you can get an app for. And we, we, we go for the Chinese. We normally go for the Chinese. And we thought, no, 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 let's do something a little bit different. And we found um, like a sort of Texas... Like a Texas Smokehouse ranger. rib. Yeah. And so we, we um, ordered all this, this stuff. And it was quite expensive. But it's a bank holiday, guys. Come on. Bloody hell, it was good. It was. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Flipping. We probably it. ordered enough for about five people, though. Yeah. That well, was our mistake. I, I, chips with chilli was a meal. And we had chips with chilli, chips with cheese, um, beef ribs. Oh. Pork ribs and beef brisket. That was it. Be- I don't know what a brisket is. Well, you thought it was an organ last I thought it was week. a ballsack. <laughs> oh, God. I thought it was a ballsack. It was a large one of those, if that's what it was. That's what I thought it was. Where do you think the word camp comes from, then? Oh, it's got to be... Um, it can't be rhyming slang. Um, it's got... T- 
Oh, I bet. I, oh, okay, okay. It, it'll be it'll be sailors. It'll be it'll be navy. It'll be something to do with the navy. It won't be army slang. It'll be navy slang. Um, but where but where 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 would it come from to for to, homosexual man to be camp? And it's not well. And now it doesn't necessarily mean homosexual. But I think it, back in the day, it was it was displaying the the, the trademark theatrical. Well, no, I think it means that now. But I, I think back in the day, it meant acting gay, mm. acting like a homosexual. Mm. I think. Um, isn't it funny to think right, that it was it was illegal to be gay till sort of over sixty? I'm gonna say, I'm going to say sixty-seven. Sixty-seven, yeah, fifty years. Same year as Sergeant Pepper. Um, but yet before that. There were, if you listened to programmes such as Round Round the the Horn um, or Hancock's Half Hour, Mm -hmm. um, there was, Kenneth Williams played, uh, who was a homosexual, played an overtly homosexual man. He had, uh, he was part of a double act. Yeah, Julian and Sandy. Julian and Sandy. He used to talk Polari. Yeah, uh, which is gay slang. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, and... They were gay. Mm-hmm. And it was obvious that the characters were gay. Not so obvious that, that, that he was gay. Boner. Um, and, have you? And, um, I've not yet. But the, the night is still young. Um, and everyone would kind of laugh at it. They didn't really know what they were laughing at no, the time, did they? No, I don't buy that. I think they did. I think that people did. Like, and, you know, people that would would be horrified by gays... Love people like Larry Grayson and yeah, um, John that, Inman. John, right. in, John Inman's catchphrase was, I'm up for gay sex. No, it wasn't. No, no, <laughs> but that's what it meant. I'm free. And that, that meant I'm up for gay sex because it would always be a, a man going, can anybody help me um, get into these trousers? I'm free. <laughs> I'm up for having it off with a bloke. And everyone would, would roll about a, laughing. There's a whole generation. Yeah. That they found it acceptable yep. for a man to be like that, and in their words, kind of, you know, a little bit whoopsy, a little bit camp, yep. but they did not want to think that they were actual homosexuals. Like the whole Liberace thing. And Liberace uh, sued successfully. Liberace sued the, it was either the Express or the Mail in Britain in about 1955. I bet, I, Google that. I bet, I, I'm going to say 1955. I bet I'm spot right. on. I'm within three years. God, I'm good. I'm within three years. Part of me wants to say 59, but I'm saying 55. I think okay. it's 52. 1959. 59. There we go. I said 59. Um, and he sued because they said he was gay and he had a boyfriend and he sued and he won. He won uh, like a substantial payout. And what that meant was for the rest of his life, he couldn't come out. No. He couldn't do it because if he came out, then the Express or the Mail, whichever one it was, would have got back the all mirror. that... The Mirror. The Mirror, was it? Would have got back all that money, and then he would have been bankrupted. Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact his fans would have stopped buying their records, but he would have been bankrupted. I know, isn't that crazy? And it, You had him... I remember people be, being shocked when Dale Winton came out, for heaven's sake. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. people my grandmother's age, yeah. they just thought he was a, just a little bit whoopsie. What does, uh, what does Dale Winton do these days? Is he still doing like I the lottery or something? I don't he's got to work anymore, has he? He made loads of money, I imagine. I met, when, when did I, I met Dale a few times before I was on the telly. He was a nice, he was a very nice guy. He had a lot of the old, um, lot of that, didn't he? Yeah. A lot of the old, uh, face, the kind facial. Kind of unrecognisable last time. A lot of time. facial action. And, um, I, I, that, that makes me sad when people do that. I don't know why it should, why it should make me sad. If people, he's pleasing himself. Well, it, well, 
<laughs> that's that's the rumour. Um, if people, if it makes people happy to have a, 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 a lot of facial work, then let them let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. That's what I say. You still get, don't you, um, in these these gossip columns and wicked whispers, which movie star would uh, would be disappointed if his fans would be disappointed if they found out he prefers men. Oh God! Get, still Who gets cares? Like that. Who cares? I think it's a great shame. There are probably still people, maybe of an older generation, who are, you know, pretending to be something they're not because they're frightened of what strangers might think. If Little Mix are listening, and I know that we have a lot of the pop stars listening, girls, I think you're beautiful. I think you're talented. Shout out to my ex. Great song. Put some clothes on. I mean, really. I bought that CD yesterday for the girls. Really? For me. They dress around in... They jump around in um, bondage pants. Now, listen, I'm not telling anyone how to... Well, I am telling you how to dress. Put some clothes on. You honestly, put some clothes on uh, 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 because I just think it's inappropriate. Cher's doing it. She's seventy-one. Well, yeah, exactly. She's old enough. She's seventy-two. No, seventy-one. Seventy-two. Oh, all right. We're she's old then. enough to know. She's old enough to know. I think once you're over sixty, you can do what you want. But when you're a young pop star, um, wearing latex and PVC pants, sorry, what? she's seventy-one. Well, you're looking at an old report there. Um. It just, it just makes. It just, I just think, come on, girls. That is, that is. I think the boys should wear less as well. Less. <laughs> yeah, they should be walking around in their pants. I think. The, I think everyone, everyone should just put a coat on. There's someone who's been Christina and the Queens. Is that right? Is that the thing? French lady. Yeah. Yeah. And she was. I was watching Top of the Pops, and she was on it around Christmas time. Yeah. Yep, yep. And the thing that made her stand out was the fact that not only was she wearing um, clothes like trousers, yeah, and, and a nice blouse. She had flat shoes on. There we go. There we go. You see, I'll take that call. Let's go. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Ooh, little mix. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, it's a fan of little mix there expressing um, agreement with me that they should... Uh, Put some more clothes on. They should, they should dress up. I've been to several, I'm going to say three, Beyonce Pop concerts. Have you? Yeah, I have actually, because I like I like Beyonce and my my wife likes Beyonce, so we, we we've been a few times in there, and I I do like I think um, you're so crazy right now. I think it's one of the great pop songs of all time. It's absolutely wonderful. I don't like the later stuff so much. I think it should get, gets a little bit shouty, but those those early ones I think are great. Um, and Destiny's Child, you know, it's a lot of fun, but. Um, he, uh, when we, we, I mean, the first one we went to was about ten years ago, and it was like, like being at a sex show, uh, 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 and it is because she's got the hottest backing dancers, mainly the the, the sharp thing of mainly women. I think there was some. In fact, no, I don't know if there were any men. It might have just been women, like a girl power kind of thing. And there was one bit where these poles came up steady in the stage. And they all started doing pole dancing, and they're literally just wearing like a thong and a bra and stuff. Mm. And I'm just—you're well, not allowed to wear too much when you're pole dancing because you need to get a grip. I'm just thinking, flipping it. That is, there's like eight-year-old girls in the audience and dirty old men. Do you remember um, <laughs> what was that group? They did a brilliant song. They did two brilliant songs, and the second song was a flop. The les- they were supposed to be lesbian sisters. Oh, tattoo. Tattoo. They were supposed to be <laughs> they lesbian. lesbian sisters. They were supposed to be lesbian girlfriends, but they were not lesbians no, at no, all. No, no, no. I thought they were si- They were supposed... I well, thought no, the they back- were kissing st- each other. That's- yeah, I know. No. That was the backstory, right? And no. here's the thing. They had one hit. Oh, that did you say? Which is a great song. Running through my head. Um, 
and they had a, they, they, but then they sold out Wembley Arena on that one hit. And I knew someone who was connected with them or was filming it for something. And he said that at the like the front third was little girls, and the rest was just dirty old men in Max <laughs> wanting a full-on ninety-minute floor show, lesbian show. What was the second song they did? Because they had, um, as always, let me um, stop this. As as uh, stop with this instrumental sloop John B. As always, I preferred the um, what are they called tattoo. Tattoo, yeah. Tattoo. As always, I preferred the second song that they did. I can't remember the second song. How do you spell tattoo? I'm sure that's what they were called. Yeah, they were, but I thought it was tattoo. Tattoo. Hang on. No, that's the little fella. Here we go. Here we go. So that's all the things she said, right? Tattoo. T-A-T-U. Were a Russian music duo, Julia Volkova and Lena Katina. Um, so what was their... They're back together, by the way. Which is gr- Thank goodness. great news. Uh, although they, now they look like grown women. <laughs> I don't know. Um, come on, guys. The, let's. Oh God, let me get to the. Um, uh, I don't understand how to r- r- read this. Hang on a minute. Let me find the second. I just want the second. Oh, look at the front cover. It's them dressed. That was it. It's them dressed as schoolgirls, with showing a little bit of bum. I mean, God, that, that is absolutely. Um, not gonna get us. That was oh, it. Oh, they're not gonna get us. Then I remember that was awful. No, 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 no. Let's let's. Um... It was. It was poo. Well, let's uh, well let's let's find out, mate. Not there we go. Let's uh, let's find out if um, I'm right. Yes, or you're right. No. Here we go. Oh, I don't want an advert about. Let's give me an advert for camping. See, you must be listening to what I was saying. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Here we go. This is it. Pictures of them, clearly as children. Poor man's fire starter. Hang on a minute. Here's, here's them singing Not Gonna Get Us live in 2009. Oh my. Here we go. This is Eurovision? Yeah, look at this. Oh, I just want to see them as women. They're the only kind of um, gays that Putin likes, aren't they? Pretend ones. Uh, pretend hot lesbians. Yeah. And, of course, his boyfriend. Definitely gay. Are you scared to say something? Oh, I'm, I'm prepared. He definitely is. He definitely is. No one can be that homophobic. You're only doing... He's only, he, he's, it's his self-hatred that he's projecting on everyone else. Here we go. Yeah! Tattoo, live, 2009. Classic year for the Tattoo Girls. Oh. Oh my goodness! Oh. A little bit late to the microphone, to the mouth. Not going to sing live, clearly. Well, one of them is dressed as a woman, oh. and the other is dressed as a child. That was awful. Yeah, it's poo. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got a text him. 
Um, for, oh, it's from Keith. Sport video, Keith. Excellent. Uh, I won't do the voice, because it ends up sounding like a Pakistani when I do. Hello, Ian. Congratulations on your fancy paper review. That was right smart-like. Oh, no, here we go. A bit down in the dumps, what with the rocket bike fiasco. Still can't bring myself to talk about it fully, but plenty more ideas in the pipeline than that. I was wondering, could you repeat Paul's funny joke? I missed the punchline as the missus shouted at a cat. It would cheer me right up, as I really admire him, as you know. I also like food as well. It's right canny, isn't it? Say hello to the lass. Hello, lass. Hiya. P.S. I've had a hug of Dale Winton. That's from Keith Sport. Now, remind me what Paul's joke was. Ed, do you know what Paul's joke... Ed's not listening to this show. He's in a world of his own. I tell you what, so, 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 03444991000. Can someone phone back and tell us what Paul's joke was, please? And we'll, we'll, we'll do it after this. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. As um, you'll know, um, if you're a regular listener, Keith, I don't like jokes. I think jokes are a form of, of um, bullying. Um, because they make me feel they, they, they make me feel uncomfortable. I think the people that are telling them are, are bullies. They are trying to control the audience. I mean, if it's a comedian, fair play. If you know, if it's someone funny like Michael McIntyre or or Jimmy Carr or Jimmy Cricket stood on, I uh, wonder why they. I've just had a thought, and I've not thought this through. Are there more comedians called Jimmy than any other name? See you, Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket, Jimmy Carr, Jimmy Tarbuck, mm. Jimmy it. Durante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flipping it, Jimmy Jones. We've just stumbled into something. Jimmy Davidson. This is incredible. Well, there you go. There's, you can have that. There are more comedians. If, you, if you're a comic and you're struggling, change your name to Jimmy, all right? Um, we Jimmy Cranky. Um, uh, so I don't like it when people tell me jokes. It instantly makes me defensive, and I remember being um, beaten by my uncle. And, what? And um, so I don't... Because th- th- there's suddenly a lot of social pressure on you to laugh and make the other person mm. feel comfortable. It's nothing to do with me. You're telling a joke. But his joke was about camping or something, wasn't it? And it was... Um, I went to see a therapist, and he said, I'm too intense, or... I've got no canvas. The punchline was something like, I've got no canvas over my head. Yeah, that would be funny, but I don't really I get don't it. know what it was. I don't know what it was. It was it was something. 0344 499 Let's quickly throw out these topics, even though you don't want to call in. Screw you. Um, we'll, we'll go through the papers. Uh, overrated albums. Abby, uh, uh, Sergeant Pepper is an absolute pony. Uh, how disappointing was your bank holiday? I I always forget it's a bank holiday. And now on bank holidays, they don't show bank holiday films. There was no Herbie Goes Bananas. There was no uh, Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. There was none of that. Sound of music normally, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely none of that. It's just like, I'm going to put on um, the leaders' debate. Oh, yeah. R- Mary, Mary bank holiday, guys. Here's Jeremy Corbyn and Theresa May. Mary bank holiday. Oh, flipping it. Um, how long has this been going on? Have you ever upset Dennis Waterman, um, and, uh, toys that you wanted as a kid, but never got, so then you bought them as an adult, and you realised they were crap? Oh, I've got one. Yep. Operation. Mum said she wouldn't buy it me, because I'd lose all the bits. Oh, so operation's a good game. I got to about 17, and I bought myself Operation. 17? Yeah, I lost all the bits. For, for a 17-year-old, it's rubbish. For an adult with five and six-year-olds, well, it's good. Turns out, yes, you're probably right. It is good. I tell you what's always been rubbish, mousetrap. Because mousetrap... It looked very elaborate to set up. Well, the thing is, everyone would just, like, go, should we play mousetrap? Yeah. 
and then they'd set the thing up. That's not the game. The game is you've got to move around the board, adding pieces uh. to it. So everyone would set it up, turn the handle, the man, the, the foot kicks the, knocks the ball, kicks the man, and he dives into the thing, and you catch the mouse. And you go, oh, well, that was, that was it. And that's, then you put the game back. Um, another one. Mr. Frosty. Mr. Frosty. Yeah, my um, brother-in-law bought himself that at, at an older age and realised it was cack. They used to really lie in adverts when we were kids, didn't they? They certainly did. Do you remember I left that my glass up there, but if you get that phone Do you remember that first, one for you. the a la carte kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah. It looked like you could actually make beans. Well, they right, did have beans all, beans there. and sausage roll yeah. together is not a combination. No, it was, be- it was beans and Arctic roll, because beans and a sausage roll works. Oh, no, no it, it wasn't a sausage roll, it was a Swiss roll. There we go. Yeah, Swiss roll, Arctic roll. Arctic roll's different. Arctic roll's a Swiss roll. No, it's not. It's the same. It's just got ice cream in. Yeah. It's the same thing then. No. It's, it's, I was. Hang on a second. Don't don't lecture it's same, me. It's the same cack sponge. I was closer with Arctic roll than you were with sausage roll. Sausage roll and beans. It's not a meal. Yes, yes it's it a is. delicious it's fine, meal. Yeah. I know. I take that back. Delicious meal. But anyway, she yes. pulls on his toe. Yeah. And says, "Wake up, Daddy. Breakfast ready." Yeah. And she wheels it in there. Yeah. 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 And she's made that. Yeah. You didn't get real food with it. You couldn't cook real food with no, it. No. It was it, a lie. The, 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 the best toys are computer games, without a shadow of a doubt. Those are the best. But even then, they say, this is not actual gameplay. Oh, well, just funnily enough, we were looking at games on the, on the Switch. We were looking at all the, uh, the, the new games coming out. And there's, there's a Cars, you know, the, the animation. Mm-hmm. And we saw some pictures from it. And my boys went, whoa, that looks brilliant. I said, I tell you now, boys, that's a lie. <laughs> what you're looking at ain't going to be what you play. Trust me, buddy. Evening, Julie. Hello, hip hip hip. Um, I was phoning up to say about a toy that I bought myself that I'd always wanted that was really disappointing. Um, a rabbit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. A little bit, che- little bit of cheeky fun. It's a, it's a bank holiday. It's a little bit of cheeky fun. I said disappointing. Um, no, it was uh, Mr. Frosty. Yeah. Go on, because I because I, I always wanted one, always and the adverts it made it look like you were going to make be able to make slush puppies. Yeah, I always wanted one, and one day I just went out and bought one for myself. And it's really disappointing. Well, you're not, not, well, not, for, not for kids or anything? No. Nope, just for me. It's and ca- I, also bu- I also bought myself a mop-top barbershop, oh. but I did have kids at that stage. And it's not disappointing, it was good. Yeah, I bought one of those, they're good. But the uh, Mr Frosty, though, my brother-in-law bought himself one and found that it was just really hard to, like, crush it's up the really ice. really difficult, really difficult to crush the ice up. Hey, listen, and there are, some, there are yeah. some kids in Africa that would, would die for ice, so, you know, be thankful. Well, there's us playing with it. And I also bought myself, um, uh, like, a Frogger, uh, like a mini arcade game, a Frogger. But that was good. It was as I expected it and as I remembered it. I'd broken it and I replaced it. I, Bad, used, to it? Co- I used to collect those little cabinet arcade games. So I had Astro Wars, I had Super Mario Brothers. You know the ones, like, Mini Munchman, I had and all that. And I used to collect them. What, the I ones had... that were, like, flip screen ones? Some flip screen, some, like, the little boxes, all different kinds. Donkey Kong I had. I had Donkey Kong too. And um, I had loads of them. I had about 15, 16 of them over a few years, right? Because it's all I ever wanted, and my mum and dad would buy them, right? Um, and then, of course, when I got to about 14, I got bored of them. And I, it was a, suddenly it was all about money. Mm. And I said, I'm going to sell these now. I oh. thought to sell these. And um, we put an advert in the local paper. Bearing in mind, each one probably cost about 25 quid, brand new. And they're, they're a few years old now. I remember my parents went out, and this guy came round, and he said, I'll give you... 13 quid for the lot. Went, yeah, okay, brilliant. <gasps> what an idiot. You're oh. done, mate. 13 quid for the lot of them. Oh. Absolutely. Bl- I, I blame my mum and dad for going out shopping. They said, the fellas come around, you can sort it out. I went, oh, 13 quid. Might have been 14, oh. actually. What? 14 quid for all of that. 
for those memories. Those memories, Julie. I sold them for 14 oh, quid to a man awful, who was quite awful. smelly. Here we go. When the people come round your house to buy something, 0344-499-1000. We'll have some of that. We'll have that. Because I've had people come round um, to buy stuff as an adult. And uh, I remember when like I... What? What? What kind of things? Um, rabbit hutch. I gave away, gave away a rabbit hutch. And the person that came round was a bit odd. I don't want to say too much in case they're listening, but it was a bit. It was really. It was a really uncomfortable scenario, where the the rabbit hutch didn't fit in the car, and I just wanted rid of it. And they said, "Oh, come back. Can I come back in a couple of days with a bigger car?" And I was like, oh. "I told you it was quite big, you know." And then we did. It, oh, it was just uncomfortable. What about the one with the commode? That's one of my favourite stories. Oh, this was brilliant, right? So, for various reasons, Julie, when I lived in a flat yeah. in North London. I had a commode for sale. As you do. And um, <laughs> one of those um, old portable TVs that, that, that were small, but they weighed a ton. You know, the big, thick, deep yeah. ones, right? Yeah, they weigh a ton. So I put them on, um, I think I put them on Gumtree. I was giving them away. That was it. I put it on FreeCycle. That was it. I put it on FreeCycle, right? And two separate ads. Or maybe it's the same ad. I don't know. Anyway, this woman phoned up. She says, um, I'll have both of them. I was like, oh, brilliant, absolute, okay, fine. I thought it was, you know, straight, but still, you've got something to sit on and watch. Um, she said, <laughs> she said, I'll, I'll come round tonight at about 10 o'clock to collect them. I was like, brilliant. And so at 10 o'clock, this really, really old woman, uh, and uh, I mean, I don't know how old she was, but she was, she was old and she was hunched, right? And she came to my, my flat and she came upstairs and I showed her their thing, and I said, "And I said, tell you what, look, where's your car? I'll bring them. I'll carry them downstairs because they're, you know, one's awkward, the commode is awkward and is uncomfortable to carry, and the the, the TV's heavy. I, I will. I'll, I'll carry them to your car." She went, "Oh no, no, no! I didn't get the. Uh, 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 don't drive." I said, "Where did you come from?" She said, "Tottenham, which is about thirty-minute driveway, twenty-minute driveway from where I was." I said, "Okay, right, but half now." I said, "Right, how did you get here?" She said, oh, "I got the bus," <laughs> and I said. You're getting the bus back. She went, yeah. It's an old woman. I said, you're getting the bus back with a commode and a portable TV that weighs a ton. She went, yeah, yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine, son. And I said, oh. I mean, I didn't offer to drive. I wasn't going to drive to Tottenham. And I said, um, I was, I, I, a bit of me was quite angry that she'd been so stupid. Oh, God. I was angry. <laughs> and I said, look, there's no... And she try, I saw her trying to carry them. And oh. She couldn't carry both. Oh. And I said... I said, right, look, i tell you what, take the commode, and I'll, what I'll do is, if, if you tell me when you're coming back, I'll just leave the, te- the TV in a black plastic bag on the doorstep, and you can come and collect it. So I don't it. have to watch you struggle? I didn't want to get involved. <laughs> and, um... How did she get the commode out? Well, she carried it. I mean, it was, it was like a sort of plastic metal one. It wasn't an old-fashioned oh, wooden right. one. But it was yeah. still, you know, you sit on it and have a dump. <laughs> Um, oh she, and she, she did it. She came back another time, right? And this fella got in touch the other day because he wanted to know if I had the instructions for it. I, I gave away um, an old BBC computer and loads of games, right? And um, I, uh, I was looking out the window and I could see this guy crossing the road. Instantly, I thought that's the guy that's coming for my <laughs> thing. Right? I could just tell, just tell. Right? <laughs> he had a shop, an old mum shopping trolley with him, and I. Th- and he looked, you know, he looked the sort who'd want old... Like, all right, fine. And he crossed the road, right? And he got to my side of the street. And he tripped over on the curb. Oh, no. Face oh. down. Face down. And he cut his nose and his face. And I'm looking out the window. I'm on the top floor. So he can't... 
And I'm thinking, oh no, I'm, I'm in hysterics at this. And I'm thinking, is he going to say something to me? When he, when I, and I, and the door rang, it took him a few minutes, he was sorting, door rang, and I went down, and he had a cut on his nose, and he said, and he didn't say anything. Oh. And I had to, oh. and here's another one, and right? two of the saddest stories I've ever heard. I had an old sofa, oh. right? And so I put it on free cycle, oh, old sofa, few years old, it's gonna go to the dump, if anyone was, you can come again. So these people came and got it, right? And they, I was really into giving things away. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of if I see something left out. I used to, if we had like furniture we didn't want, we'd leave it out on the on the pavement and then look oh, out yeah, the window. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, but look out on the window to see who would take it. Yeah, because you'd always see someone looking around. Suspect there's a there's a bedside cabinet. Yeah, you see him on the phone. Get the car. Right? We've got we've got free bedside. So these people came around to get this sofa, right? And they said, oh, this is great. Thank you. It'll get well used, right? This is on a Friday. Then on the Sunday, I got a phone call from my friend Helen, who I used to work with at another radio station. She went, Ian, did you have a two-seater, sort of dark red, really comfy but very old sofa? I went, yeah. She went, I'm sitting on it. <laughs> at a music festival and they've put a blue plaque on it to say that it was yours. That's outrageous. <laughs> a music festival. Unbelievable. That's brilliant. That is. You know what? I, I've just, I've remembered that, you saying about people collecting things. Yeah. I had, I was getting rid of and put out for, I don't know, the bag and bone man or something, yeah. two old bookcases. Yeah. And a woman rang on my door and said, are you getting rid of those? And I said, yes. And she t- she said, I only live around the corner, so I'll be back with my daughter and we're going to carry them around the corner to my house. Beautiful. And she said, um, how much do you want for them? I said, no, no, that's, that's fine. You, you, you can have them. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. And she said, well, I'll tell you what. She said, um, I've got uh, my own business where I make bespoke soaps what? and uh, bath products. What? So she has her own business. That yeah. She makes soaps. And bath she said, I would love to do you a basket of my products. As a as a thank you. Oh God! Do you know what? What? I never ever got the product. <laughs> <laughs> I know where, and I know where she lives. Yeah. Uh, because I know where she lives, and it's on the way to my local curry house. And you can look and through the window time, and see your bookcase. Every time I walk back from from the curry house, yeah. Well, I say. Where's my phone? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, thank you very much indeed. We can do that as a phoning, guys. If you have something you say every time you walk past somewhere, uh, there used to be an estate agent in North London who, who 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 ripped me off mercilessly, and every time we drove past it, I would give them the finger. <laughs> really? Through several different girlfriends, who, who to the point where I did the last one, I didn't even tell her why I was. Why are you doing that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just. It's important. I do this. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh. Well, there's um, Paul. Maybe we should just give Paul's emailing me, and I, 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 yeah. Maybe we should just give him and Keith. So they should just swap phone numbers, and they can chat to each other and. Um, yeah, Keith, we'll just give him your number, shall we, Keith? Keith, we'll give him your number, if that's OK with you, and I'm, I'm sure it will be. We'll, we'll, we'll just pass on your phone number. <laughs> well, there's a story that we've been um, following with suspicion, um, mixed with... Well, 
go on. It's reached a, con- a, a conclusion of sorts. Reunited. Remember that sheepdog and the sheep? Oh. Yeah. Sheepdog Blake back with his owner. No, d- no lamb. But with Bella the lamb still missing, police are called in over kidnapping. Guys, I called this from the off. The dog ate the lamb. The do- It's a dog and a lamb and they go missing. The dog ate the lamb. It's not stupid. It ate the lamb. And then started to, decided to then lie low. To, to, to hump it. What? Hump its lamb corpse. God. We've all been there. We've all been hungry and horny. <laughs> <laughs> Beaming with joy as her dog runs into her arms. This was the moment ecstatic Wiping its mouth. <laughs> Natalie Hayward was reunited with Sheepdog Blake after he'd been missing for almost three weeks. But the reunion was bittersweet as Bella the Lamb, Blake's unlikely best friend with whom he disappeared. Now, this this is like those things when, you know, there's like a, the police, someone's gone missing and, and it's like a stepdad and a mum. And, and everyone's thinking, the stepdad, the stepdad did it. The stepdad. It's the same with the dog. With the dog, because it's a dog, he can't sue me for libel or defamation. So I, I can he? No. I'm, so I can say it out loud. The dog did it. I'm going to stand up in that press conference and point at the dog and say the dog did it. Get get someone someone cut open the dog stomach and find out what's in there. Be like Jaws when they cut open that shark, and there's like a, 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 a the number plate and there's all this stuff and they go yeah well yeah yeah but, but it's not it's not the shark and they'll go it's not the dog we're looking for. Go ah oh, sorry well still it was worth checking just to be sure. Sorry um, Blake for cutting you open while you were still alive. I didn't suggest that bit to the vet. He just did that because he didn't have any anaesthetic. We had to find out. Um, the reunion was bittersweet as Bella the Lamb, Bella's unlikely best friend with whom he disappeared, prompting a search that gripped the nation. No, prompting a search that gripped page three of the Daily Mail that I took the piss out of. Has still not been found. And then we need to get... Let me get some... Um, let's get some appropriate... Um, no, sorry. You're looking at me? No, um... Hang on, From bear a with me. country to a sludgy country. I won't go down if I go woods. Um, there we go. Right, last sight. Mm. That took a while. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, hang on a minute. Annie's called in. Yes, Annie. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you very much indeed, Annie. What have you got for us on this delicious bank holiday? Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest to start with. The only reason I'm ringing you is because there are no naked men in the house. Sorry. There were no naked men in the house. That's well, the only reason. Well, can you believe the other She's caller? Fresh out. <laughs> uh, can you believe the other caller? He's on the phone to me while his yeah. his beautiful wife is naked in the bath, and he's talking to me. Why would it's you do that? As, yeah, as scintillating as your company is, no. you'd still be second best in that scenario. You, you'd be it? sucking what? You'd still be second best. Second best. best. I completely misunderstood oh, you. I don't know he's only thirty-two <laughs> as well. He's a lad. Full of vim oh, and vigour. Anyway, it's Annie, there's a, if any naked men, if you put the phone down, we'll just know that naked men have arrived in the house. Uh, <laughs> what, have, yeah. what have you got for us this evening? 
Well, I called you a few weeks ago yes. about an issue I was having at work, so I thought I'd give you a quick ah. update. Ah, now, this, now, ah, remind me, was this the, 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 the person that was bullying you? And you yeah, were considering, trying, yes. and you were considering leaving? Yeah, well, no, I'm leaving anyway. Oh, okay, okay, yes. Because it's, uh, it's only, a, it's only a temporary contract, so I'm leaving anyway. Right. So it's just, uh, I was just slightly concerned how, it, it was other people walking into the situation, that yeah. was what was bothering Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and sort of, nobody was telling him that what he was doing wasn't okay. Yeah. That's what was bothering me. We've worked with people like that, haven't we, Catherine? Tell me about and it. He, and he's still carrying yeah. on doing it. Anyway, that's by the by. Yeah. So what hap so where, what, what's happened, Annie, in the last few weeks then? Where are we now? Well, it, well, it all kind of came to a head. And and I, you know when you hit that point where you think, no, the, the scales are tips now and I'm not, I'm not taking any more. Yeah. And I kind of, I hit that level. Because it, it wasn't something that was aimed at me. It was something that he said to a student, and it was, yeah. So it was kind of that misogynistic, patronising thing that men do. Yeah. Some men do. Yeah, yeah. Not hashtag not all men. Um, <laughs> that some wow, men do. Trending hashtag. She's hashtagged <laughs> it, guys. We're trending. I'm hashtag. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I just kind of straight back in the office, and I, and it was a, a full. Uh, nose to nose this is enough this is enough now you can't do this anymore and it's not okay and somebody needs to tell you it's not okay Wowzers. So it, it, it kind of it kind of all came out and you know and once i started i i couldn't i couldn't stop it all came out and how did did he react did he accept this did he did, 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 i bet he didn't like being spoken to like that by a woman oh no definitely not no definitely not. Well, well his first reaction he he tried to sort of Gather everybody, gather the supporters around him, and he and he did that. All right, love, don't get upset. He oh, started with that it, bit. Is it your period, love? All right, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, of course, I had to explain to him the difference between upset and angry. <laughs> and I'm not upset. I'm angry. And yeah, and they're complicated words. But do you understand? Oh God, I'm, in I'm there. feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> I've even done anything wrong. <laughs> And it, and it was one of those moments where he he's looking to his minions for support, and they've all backed away. That they've all backed away from him. Yeah. And they've, they've kind of left him and he's on his own. And you, you do get, there was one or two other people sort of quietly going, yeah, yeah, that's, it's not okay. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't well be doing that. Well done, you. Well done, you. I just felt so you. much better once I'd done it. Much better. Oh, I can hear the relief in your voice. God, you oh, sound. Huge. And let me just yeah. find this part. Hang on, we've got an, uh, an audience in the studio tonight. Audience, you've heard what happened to Annie. Uh, what do you think about it? <laughs> yep, they love it. <laughs> yep, they love it. Um, and Excellent. so, and, and um, I mean, what were the what were the, the parting shots? What were the, what were the final words? Did he kind of, you know, did, did, did you get any admission from him or any uh, oh, suggestion no, no, he no. changed his ways? No, he, he tried really hard to style it out, yeah. but you could you could see he was stung. There was no comeback, and and he was stung, and that was all it needed to be honest. And yeah. he was he had this big ego bubble going on, and it burst the bubble. Wow, well done. And you. I think that was all it needed. Well done, you. Brilliant. When oh, do you, when do you uh, when do you finish the job? Uh, well, I finished there in June, and then I'm going back to my normal job. So, Beautiful. Uh, yeah, this was supposed to be a nice, easy year out. This was supposed yeah. to be the easy job, and yeah. it didn't kind of work out that way. Oh, Annie, well done. I'm glad you caught. Do you know, I was thinking about you the other day, actually, about where, where that had uh, had ended up. Okay, and you must um, feel hugely relieved. Oh, definitely. And it, you can just the, the tension's gone, and I can properly enjoy what I'm doing and look forward to other stuff. And because it was just you, it's that eggshell thing. You're yeah. waiting for the next hit, and you're waiting for what's coming next. And how am I going to can I defend myself? And 
it's just exhausting dealing with that. Annie, on behalf of everyone that comes after you, well done. Well oh, done. Because if you hadn't sorted it out, he would have done it to the next person and the next person, and you know, and they get entrenched in that sort of behaviour. Oh, absolutely, and that's that's why he does it because he gets away with it. Yeah. And I'm just hoping that there are there are now other people around that will just know that it's not okay, and the other people in the office who've been letting him get away with it will will not let him get away with it anymore. That's kind of the hope. Annie, you are a legend, and uh, 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 a former colleague of mine would say. You are a player. Annie, thank you very much indeed. We'll have some of that excellent stuff. 0344, dear listener, four, hang on a minute. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, it's a bank holiday. I mean, it's, it's hot and stuffy in this studio, so God knows what it feels like in your bedroom. I imagine it's prickly heat. Um, it, you know, people tend not to call in on bank holiday. We've had a steady stream of uh, phone calls and hopefully we'll get a few more in the last hour. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian lee on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk well i'm not the kind to kiss and tell but i've been seen with fair up i've never been with anything less than a nine so fine i've been on fire with sally field gone past with a girl named Bo. but somehow they just don't end up as mine it's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine We've not mentioned John Noakes uh, 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 I'll be honest I was never a particularly huge fan It's not. it would be, you know, a, a, a fake of me to be terribly upset but you know for a lot of people it was important in their childhood and that clip that's been doing the rounds of him climbing up um nelson's column uh without any heart it's just ladders lent up against it's nuts have column, you seen it? it he's got yeah. no he's not attached to any sort of carabiner system no he's, and he, it was windy it's a it's a la- long ladder lent up against nelson's column and he's climbing up it it's insane um I'm a, on Facebook. I'm I'm becoming more active on Facebook. I might even accept friends just just to use it to plug the show. I'm looking at all different ways of plugging the show. And thank you to everybody who is um, who does a podcast. Loads, so many people who do podcasts have got in touch and said, "Oh, do you you, don't, you won't want to come on my show. We only get about twenty listeners." I went, "When do you want me?" I'm, I, honestly, if you've got an audience, I want to come and talk to them. And as long as I can sell this show, sell the rabbit hole a bit, but it's mainly to sell this show. Um, I will come and talk. And I've got loads booked in. 
And also, I know loads of you have emailed me over the weekend, and I just went to reply to them tonight when I came into work, and for some reason, that Ian at ianlee.com email is down. Should be sorted tomorrow. I'll reply to as many of you as I can tomorrow. Anyway, so I'm, I'm kind of getting more involved on Facebook, because I think it might be a good way to sell the show. Um, and I'm in lots of... I'm mainly in monkeys groups, because I like the, the group The Monkeys. And um, there's one group, Freedom Monkeys Spot. I guess go in there. I don't, it's not one I particularly visit a lot, but I go in there to sell my records. And um, they've posted um, a thing, Blue Peter legend, John Noakes dead at 83 after battle with Alzheimer's. And then the person who posted it has written, a silent moment for Peter. Sorry? I've written, you mean John, don't you? Because <laughs> that, that, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's an American who doesn't know... Who, that Blue Peter and John Noakes oh, are... Oh, different things. Yeah. 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 I, I, and also there's a picture of him wearing a blue coat and it says Blue Peter. I don't know. Silent moment for Peter. Okay, okay yeah, sure. Um, 0344 499 it's, it's a bank holiday Monday. The, the, the phones are always... Um, and I learnt this very early on in my phoning career. The, 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 the phones are always quiet on a bank holiday. I don't know why. Um, but Ben has called in, haven't you, Ben? I have, Ian. I have. How are you doing? Um, all right, thank you, mate. Thanks for calling in. Uh, what have you got it's, for us? I'll be honest, it's his first time calling in. I'm a bit, bit nervous, but... Hey, uh, why have you chosen Why have you chosen tonight to call in on a night when, when famously, people don't bother calling in? Well, it's funny you ask that. It's because uh, I have a friend who's, who calls in quite regularly. His name's Elliot. I don't know if you know him. You might know him. Oh, yeah, I think Elliot. Uh, we spoke to Elliot a couple of times on Friday, I think. You probably spoke to him recently, yeah. And uh, also my friend, his friend, and, you know, our mutual friend, Sam, called in the other day and spoke to you about... Now, who, uh, who is Sam closest to? You'll remember, you'll remember Sam, because he spoke to you about one-night stands and about how to impress a lady and how, in the olden days, it was taking him out to... Uh, oh, I remember. Yeah, very dinner. romantic, very romantic gentleman. Who is he Sam was. closer to? Is Sam closer to you, Ben, or to that loser Elliot? Oh, Ian, yeah, don't do this. Come don't on. Who is... Who is I feel like you've got an agenda here. There's literally, there's literally no agenda. But if I did have an agenda, it would be, I think you're better than Elliot. And no, our, you, can't, you can't be saying that. I, I'm saying, saying it. That. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Elliot, Elliot is next level at times. He, he, is, he is exceptional. At, at, at times he's exceptional, Ben. But what about your exceptional qualities? What about your oh, skills? I'm, 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 I'm mediocre at best. No. Tell me, tell, me, tell me something you're good at. Well, well, I won't tell you something good at, but I wanted to ask you just a, something that I'm interested in. Is that, okay. is that okay? Oh, you can do that, Ben. Is it short oh, for Benjamin that. or Benny? It's short for Benjamin, but I hate Benjamin. I hate it. It's a, you don't get many Benjamins now, uh, uh, apart you from don't. private Benjamin, of course, but that's the only uh, the only one. Okay, Ben, go on. What, what do you want to ask? So, so I just wanted to, you know, your stance on betting. What? Betting, you know, sport betting. Gambling. You know, gambling. Gambling in general. What's your stance on it? I don't really have a stance on it. I think Are you it's. Gambler yourself, if you mind me asking. Uh, no, no, I, 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 um, I'm not a gambler. Um, I think things like the lottery are are, are an idiot's tax, unless they're advertising mm. with us, in which case, guys, go out and buy all the tickets you can. <laughs> I've been, I've been to casinos. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, do not feel like that lottery kind of, for a quid, it's worth dreaming, you know? It's worth having well, that dream well, for a few is, hours. Well, is, isn't, or... it, isn't it two quid now? So. Oh, God, inflation. You've got more chance, you've literally got more chance of being struck by lightning than you have of winning the lottery. 
Yeah, but you don't want to. You don't want to dream of being shot by lightning. No, no, you? but it doesn't. Just because you give two quid to the tobacconist doesn't mean you're less likely to get struck by lightning and more likely to win the lottery. Well, you're more likely to win it than if you well, don't. No, do you it, are more likely because because you you're doing lottery, it. So you've got a chance. But no, you have not got any chance on the lottery. It's an idiot tax. You buy the dream, though. You don't buy the ticket. Well, no, you don't buy. You don't buy the dream. You're wasting two. You're wasting two quid, and then if you go and get scratches as well, flipping it. You oh, might as well get your head get tested. Your scratch card. Don't get. But can I just say, do you know? Um, I, I actually work part time in a betting shop. Oh yeah. And uh, it's the it's the gaming machines. It's the gaming. Yeah, machines. yeah, yeah. They're addictive. It's gambling is addictive as, be, as drugs and be, alcohol. They should be banned. They should be banned because it's disgusting. Are these the machines that you can spend like a hundred quid in ten minutes or something? Oh. Uh, Ten minutes. Try try thirty seconds. Is, is 100, it hundred pounds a spin on roulette? Flipping it. Spin every thirty seconds. Flipping it. You get some. You get some fellas in the in the shop, and it's they five hundred quid a time. Say, can I have another five hundred? Hang on a minute. Machine. How long does it take them to to spend five hundred? Seconds. Seconds. Man alive, that's bad news. I, I always feel just go out into a homeless person and clip them a hundred or but hang on a hundred. But I, I could do with that money. That's cool. Well, but hang on a minute. Are by working in a betting shop? Are you? Yeah. Wh- have you? I'm not suggesting you are. No, I say just it, say it. It's fine. No, no, no I'm not. I'm not going to say because I'm because I, I, I know where you're going with it. No, no, but it's more complicated than that. So I'm going to ask you: Have you mm. ever considered that you might be part of the problem? I don't know if you are or not. I'm just kicking that idea out out loud. At the end of the day. I, I need a job. There's a job going there, and someone yep, will do it. Yep, yep. Every time someone comes in, yep. I say, "Don't go on a the machine." There. If anyone asks me, yeah, I just put a quid in the machine. I say, "Don't bother." There's no point. You're losing your money. I say, I, I, I vouch for how bad they are. So I try to persuade people to not go on them. But um, yeah, I'm a, I guess I'm a hypocrite as well. Well, no, I don't know if you are, and I'm not. Cute. What, what is? Because we we when I was in local radio, we talked about this quite a lot. And you'd always get someone yeah. on from the betting shops to say, "Well, we take our responsibility and the care of um, our c- clients very, very seriously. Nah, and if I'm we sorry, think someone's nah. spending too much money, we'll certainly take them to one side and give them some leaflets and have a word with them." Does that actually happen? That happens. Slightly, because the the gambling commissions and all that, all the regulatory bodies, they're honest, like, you know, like a hawk, but yeah. in reality, nah, I'm sorry, I'm not buying that, Ian, not buying that for one minute. Um, yeah, I do, <laughs> bless you, Catherine, um, yeah, I, I, I do think that, that gambling is as addictive as, as, as drugs and alcohol and it sex really is. and all of and those. It, and it can ruin lives as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it only takes, the, you know, one, one day and someone could, you know... Whole, whole wages, that's it, can't pay rent, and then on the street. What are they going to do? It's funny, because I have had um, tricky relationships with drugs and alcohol, and I don't drink or take yeah. drugs anymore, and I haven't done for about... It'll be 13 years of September. But but well, gambling... Thank that's you. Good. That's good. Fair thank you, but, but, um, but gambling has never really done it for me, because... Well, and I've, I've, I've been to a casino. Hang on a minute. I've been to a. Hang on. Hang on. I've been to a casino a few times. A member of a casino, yeah. and every me and my yeah. mate Paul will go twice a year. But I always considered it a real waste of money. I just consider, you, consider it a waste. Geez, I like a good gamble, but I, the way I see it, I think if I give, if I put a fiver on, I'm having a good time. You know, people go bowling; they pay a ten, they pay ten pounds for bowling. Yeah. You don't get anything after a, after a session of bowling. Well. You know, you might get a spare or two, but that's it. You don't you <laughs> yes. don't get anything after. Yeah. Whereas betting's the same; you just get that thrill, and then that's it. So yeah. I kind of justify it like that, and it's okay. But just within your limits. I you? here's the thing, though. When I played roulette. Yeah. I had a system. Oh, you did No, Ooh. no, 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 Tell no, no. And my system more. worked. The first time I went gambling, right, my yeah. mate Paul, 
And we went, we remember the Grosvenor in uh, just off Fedgeway Road, where you did your tyres in. And, um. That's me, not you, Ben. I, uh, yeah, here's I, the thing. I, I, I didn't do my tyres in. I had a limit right? of a hundred quid. And I always allow myself to go over the limit by 20 quid. And then once I get that, that's it, that's done. And I don't drink yeah. and I don't go out gambling. I, 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 sorry, I don't go to nightclubs or anything. So. But um, the first night I went, I made 600 quid, which was which Whoa. paid for me and my girlfriend at the time to go to Prague and stay in a swanky hotel, fly over there, weekend in Prague, 600 quid. All with my system, mm. which worked That perfectly. is not too bad. Do you want to know that the system, Ben? Do you want to disclose the system? Yes, I do, buddy, because I don't really do it anymore. So here we go. Here's the system. When you're playing roulette, forget the numbers. Forget Mm. the numbers. Unless you're feeling a bit flush, then you put some on numbers, but never just play one number. It's a mugs game. Absolute mugs game, right? Mugs game. 37 chances to to one. It's a mugs Put a couple on a few corners, but it's a mugs game. What you do is you read the tables, right? All of the tables. Say there's a dozen tables. They've all got the things Mm. going up at the side, what numbers they've had. Red, black, red, black. They've got got it in a row, right? If you see a table that's had seven reds, go and put 20 on black. Black comes up, you double your money. Boom, right? Next one. Oh, no, that table there. That table over there has had eight, eight reds. Go over there, put 20 on black. Red comes up, you lost 20. Put 40 on black. Red comes up, put 80 on black. Black comes up, you got 160. Boom! That's what I'm talking about. That is yeah, the I system. Lo- I, love, I love the ambition. I love it. But what happens if it comes in red, red, red? You keep... Exactly. Ben, then, then you've got... To, no, then Ben. you've got to stake a grand. Are you willing to stake a grand? Ben, you've got know. to... You have got to bite that bullet and you keep... And there'll be people That's going... Oh, no, no. Ev- every, time, every time you spin the wheel, the odds of it being black or red, it goes back to... Exactly. It goes back to zero because the previous ones don't count. That's rubbish. That, that that's science and that's statistics and that may be mathematical fact, but in reality that's nonsense. You've had eight reds in a row. The odds are you're going to get a black. Oh no, it, it's the same chance every time you swivel on that. Keep betting well, it. Well, be a man. Prague proved that, so that's what you can say to the haters. Ben, they weren't in Prague. Exactly. I was in Prague, Ben. <laughs> you were I, in Prague. I had to run out of a public toilet because I didn't know you had to give the woman a tip, and I didn't have any money, and she chased me down the street. That happened oh, because no. of my system, Ben. Exactly. That would not have happened if it wasn't for your system and roulette. Ben, you're a great call and you're a whole lot better than that loser, Elliot. Elliot who? Oh, yeah. thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank you very much indeed. It's a great system. And there's a, people going, oh no, every time you spin the wheel, it resets it. So the chart, the odds of it being black or red are exactly the same each time you spin the wheel because the previous ones don't count. Get a life square. Listen, I have made big bucks using that method. Big, big bucks. It works. It's, it's never failed me, maybe once or twice, but that is it. Every other time boom i'm in hit those ads late night ian lee on air and off the on talk radio we have ways of making you talk i don't get this you are seven times more likely to be murdered than you are to win the lottery wait until the sixth time then spank the lot on tickets i don't understand that Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, my, my brain is bubbly wobbly right now. I feel a little bit nauseous. But not long to go now, dear listener. Simon! Is that Ian Lee? Is that Simon? Oh, I'll, I'll get him for you. Hello? Hello, Simon. Hello, how are you doing, Ian? Good, thank you very much indeed, mate. What have you got for us? It's been, it's been a long time since we talked. Um, it was almost a year ago since I got sacked off the radio. Yep. Um, you, you didn't. You didn't fulfil your. You didn't fulfil the services. Well, 
you say that, but I did. But anyway, I've well, got a new proposition you, for you. You, you. you didn't, and you, you, you let everyone down very, very badly, so we had to let you go. But that's fine. Go on, what you got? Okay. Um, I noticed you put in a request for my help on Twitter um, regarding some marketing. Now, I'm an award-winning marketeer. Several I, hang, on, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I, I, I don't think I put in a request for you. I asked people who had experience with Facebook ads um, if there was any way I It was could... almost like you put, like, a bat sign in the well, air. Well... And it called for me. Well, and I'm here. I'm here to deliver your dreams. OK. It, do you think you talking about Facebook ads on the radio is going to be uh, exciting listening? No, no, no. What is, though, huh? is I want you Uh-oh. to set me a challenge. OK. Okay. Don't call me what, again. What is your, what is your dream? <laughs> not for you not to call me again. And if I deliver this dream, yeah, I become your agent. Well, n- no, because then you wouldn't I, be. Then I wouldn't get any work because my agent needs to call me. Uh, the thing is, though, Ian. Yes, yes, son. I'm promising to deliver your dream. The, the moment you phoned me up with a job, you would you would have broken your promise. So therefore, I, I, I'd have to fire you as my agent. What, what do you mean? My dream is for you not to call me again. And if you fulfil that dream, you become my agent. But then you'd have to phone me up to get me work. No, I can text you. Nope, don't work like that. What you got, you? You've got to phone me up to discuss it. Um, in this modern age... Nope. We can Skype. Bob, not Bob, um, Bill Murray. Um, no one knows where Bill Murray lives... Or, and his agent doesn't know where he lives, and his agent doesn't um, have his phone number. All he has is um, a number for um, an answer phone service, and um, and he phones up and he says, "Bill, it's, it's Terry, your agent. Um, you've been offered um, a job. It's a million dollars, and it's with Wes Anderson." And 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 Bill will listen to the thing if he likes the sound of it. He phones up his agent from a payphone in the desert. This is true. Shut up. Honestly, this is true. <laughs> he phones up his agent from a payphone in the desert and says, yes, if he doesn't like the job, just doesn't phone him up. That is absolutely true. No one knows where Bill Murray so, lives. Fact. So, Fact. So he set me a challenge for you. What yeah, do you I've, want? I've, I've done. Just don't call me again. That's um, a little bit mean, isn't it, really? Well, what, I don't know what challenge... What, what, what kind what of challenge... Want, you... what, what are you trying to advertise for? Well, what do you want this marketing for? I want to get a lot more listeners. OK, and if I can deliver you that... Well, that would be very I'll kind of you. Thanks, thanks very much. But I'm, if, if it's... Uh, <laughs> if if, if it's anything like this... If it's anything... Yeah, if it's anything, there you go, an extra listener. If it's anything like this phone call, you'll be losing listeners. Well, you know what your problem is. Go on. Fear of success. <laughs> okay. And I can help you deliver. Yeah. Together, we can become a powerful force in this universe. Okay. I'm. I'm... And we could both make millions. Okie dokie. I'm talking to Kath, by the way, not uh, you. Okay, thank you very much indeed. I'm being sent a. Uh, um, hey, man, remember Russ? Says Gareth. Well, stuff went down on Facebook tonight. It's hilarious. Feel free to check out the million comments. Um, I don't know where I'm. What I'm supposed to? You sent me a picture, but I don't quite know where I'm. Where I'm supposed to go, uh, uh, Gareth? So send me a link of, of to where I'm supposed to go. Um, 
Uh, um, yeah. 0344 499 1000 is the. Uh, ow, my tennis elbow. Oh, blimey. <laughs> it really hurts, man. It really, really hurts. But because I've, I'm trying to be brave and tough and mm. um, present a different show, because this is obviously what people want is me being Mr. Jolly Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> then. Um, this is what they want, so I can't. I'm not allowed to talk about feeling ill. All the pains. Not allowed to talk about feeling ill or rotten or. Or the wibbly elbow. Listen to this. It's this song, isn't it? When you were young and your heart was an open book, you used to say, "Live and let live." You know you did. You know. Oh. No. Let's this is this is for Roger Moore. This is for, this is oh no, please! When you were young. Well, hang on, what's the opening line to it? Yeah, when you were young. No, it's not the opening line. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The opening line is not when you were young. The opening line is, is when you were young. No, it's not when you were young. <laughs> it is. It is not. It is. When you were young. Is it? I don't think that's the opening line. Is it? When you were young and your heart was an open all right, book. All right, all right, all right. Don't argue. It's for Roger Moore. This. <laughs> it's too soon. When you were young and your heart was an open book. I'm doing the head and everything. You used to say, live and let live. Well, in this ever changing world in which we live in, makes you give in and cry. Live and let die. Live and let That bit was actually instrumental. Uh, Elliot. Hello. Hello, mate. Sorry, um, but we've got Bill now. Was that his name? Ben. Ben. He's a good caller. He's a good caller, Ben. He's a good caller. I was impressed. He got the whole bit from break to break. Yeah. Solid call. You've got got about 30 seconds, Elliot, so try and squeeze it out if you can. Uh, Scribble Scramble. Ah! No, that was good, that game. I've still got that. that. My kids love it. Yeah. I know. I'm thinking of Marble Madness. Oh, I've no had that. I've had marble run. What's yeah, marble run? Where you got to get the marble around the maze, but no, the I maze has got that. like a vibrating bit. 
Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, yeah, Ben, I, ben would have delivered it so much better. Oh, he would have done, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, that's Ben, isn't it? Wow, someone's got an attitude, and we don't really want attitudes on this show, Elliot, so maybe we should say goodnight to you. Maybe. Yeah, we go. Not even that. Don't come on here dissing Ben. Don't come on here being rude about Ben. Don't come on here with, a, with an attitude about Ben. How dare you? How bloody well dare you? Ben wouldn't have done that. Um, so the dog turned up, but the sheep didn't. No, of course it didn't. Um, and the mystery has deepened as Blake appears to... have <laughs> <laughs> put on weight. Yeah! And the mystery has deepened. This is the sheep and the dog that went missing. The dog's turned up. There ain't no sheep. The mystery has deepened as Blake, the dog, appears to have been fed and well looked after. Says it leading to speculation he may have been kidnapped. Last night, Miss Hayward, 22, was told to get a life. <laughs> There was also a reported sighting of a lamb and dog being picked up by a driver close to her home in the world. What? Like, for sex? What? For sex. When a driver picks up people who've gone missing, they've used the, them for sex. Has he still got the lamb as a sex slave? The fact that your brain goes there... Um, hey, listen, if I'm thinking of it, someone else is thinking of it, and someone else is getting a boner because of it. Wow. The mother of two remains hopeful, uh, humans, I'm hoping, Bella will be found and believe she may have been picked up and put in a field with other sheep. Because that happens, isn't it? A number of times I've found lambs and put them in fields with other sheep. You look like each other. Go and be friends. Blake was um, returned on Saturday afternoon by farmer Becky Stamp, who said... She had found him wandering in the road two miles from Miss Hayward's home in Nottinghamshire. Oh, did you say that, Becky Stamp? <laughs> Miss Hayward said, he seemed pretty excited to see us and we were ecstatic. I've got my baby back, but I'm concerned about what might have happened to him. If he'd been living in the forest, he would have been skinny and been covered in ticks. But he looks as if he's been fed and around people. Also, it doesn't answer what happened to Bella. God... It answers does, exactly what happened to Bella. What does the dog have to do? Poo out a bowl, a bowl of wool? I can say a bowl of wool. Yep. Why would it be a bowl no, of it's wool? It's okay, we can cut that bit out and make it sound good. In the good, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we, we we, we, we do all that afterwards. One-year-old Blake and Bella, who would now be eight weeks old, uh, they're too young, really, became ins- kids these days, you know, became <laughs> inseparable after Miss Hayward adopted the lamb. They went missing from her garden on May the 8th. Where were you on May the 8th? Dozens of volunteers and pet detectives with sniffer dogs joined the search. A heat-detecting drone <laughs> was also used and cameras were put up in the woods to try to spot them. What? Mrs Stamp, Becky Stamp. It keeps going back to Becky Stamp, the woman who found and. the dog and had a uh, and invited the police over for a lovely roast dinner. <laughs> Mrs Stamp, 40, who lives at Witham St Hughes near Lincoln, was passing through the area with... Th- now, Why do we need to know that? Here's the thing, right? If you're telling a lie, right, you just go... You, you, the, the thing is, you don't go into detail. 
Because whenever if oh, you're I think fo- if they go into excessive detail, it's obviously a lie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, you, if you're phoning up sick for work, you just phone up and say, I'm really sorry, I was thrown up last night, I won't be in for a couple of days. Or I'm really sorry, I've got a migraine, I'll be in on Thursday. You don't phone up and go, what happened was, last night is we had this, it was this lamb moussaka, and Stephen got very ill, and like an hour later, I had these stomach cramps, and we don't do that, because they go, liar. Just phone up and say, look, I've got the squits, I won't be in for two days. Now listen to this. And I'm not for a second, for legal reasons, I'm not for a second su- suggesting that Becky Stamp had anything to do with this. But just listen to this. Mrs Stamp, 40, who lives at Withen St Hughes near Lincoln, was passing through the area with her four children to go for an ice cream when she spotted Blake. It's a lot of detail. That is a lot of detail. If I hadn't been going slowly, I'd have hit him, she said. Mrs Stamp was not aware of Bella and Blake's story, as she doesn't read Britain's most racist newspaper. (laughs) But her daughters looked up missing dogs on the internet on their phones and realised they'd found Blake, Kerching! Stop! 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 Missing dogs on the internet? The farmer wasn't interested in the 1,000 reward offered by TV host Philip Schofield, who has also um, been walking along a bridge, been out shopping in Manchester, put his thumbs down to knives, um, and is um, handing out food parcels at Heathrow. (laughs) (laughs) He's not thought of that. He will do. He will do. They will take a picture of a hey, sandwich. Tomorrow, <laughs> by the way, by, by the way, guys, tomorrow um, uh, we've got not only Stephen Page, uh, from, formerly of Bare Naked Ladies, on. We've got with, with some world exclusive news. We've got world exclusive exclusive news. We've also got Stephen Murdoch on to um, talk about the situation at BA, and he's also going to be using. He's going to be calling in on. A, he's got this new app, right? That he reckons will revolutionise broadcasting. We might be able to use this for New York. Um, it will, he's going to call in on a, a, a mobile phone and it will sound like, he says, it, he is sat in the studio next to me. It, it will transmit in HD, it, so it broadcasts the audio in HD and 3D and it will sound like he's in the studio and it's an app and it costs you 69 pence. This is going to, this is a game changer. This is going to revolutionise broadcasting. We won't need studios anymore. Is it his invention? No, 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 I don't, I don't know. We'll get the details of him. Um... Uh, we aren't money grabbers, and she drove off after handing the dog over. Yeah, I bet she mm. did. Can we um, inspect the dog, please? Mrs Stamp, who keeps sheep herself, I bet she does. Are they always hers? I'm joking, guys. It's a little bit of fun before she starts suing me, but it's nearly always the Stop stepdad. it! Uh, said there was no... I'm joking. She, this woman has done an amazing thing and has found the dog, and the very best of luck for her. Uh, um, mm, 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 mm. Oh, <laughs> They didn't waste any time. In the meantime, so this is the family that, with the dog and the, the... The dog's been missing three weeks. Mm-hmm. They've got a new dog. Yeah. There's, Have they? There's a new addition to the family, Nala, a six-week-old Rottweiler German Shepherd Cross. You, you when you lose a dog, you don't go out and buy another dog until you know the first dog is dead. That's like your husband dies, you bury him, and you've already got... Not quite. A bit. But it's like, that's like your kid is late coming back from the shops, so you have it off with the bloke next door to st- get a new one. That's standard, right? Yeah, here we go. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, man. Um. The Hulk was in here the other day, you see that? 
the actual Hulk. Lou Ferrigno. Did you see that there's been some sort of disturbance? There's, there's, there's been a Him disturbance in Flash in Gordon. The force. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on a minute. Where's my? Um, here it is. Page seventeen of the sum. Because there, because the, the Hulk was in it. The Hulk was in here. Was he for Paul Ross? I'm glad I didn't see him. I was always scared of him. Uh, I like Lou Ferrigno. I like Lou Ferrigno. I told you I used to watch the Hulk every Saturday, but I only used to see the bits where it was David Banner. Uh, Hulk smash flash. Raging stars separated by fan. Just a minute. Why are my nephews calling it Hulk smash instead of the Hulk? Or I the don't know. My, my boys call it Hulk smash. I don't know. I think there must be a cartoon or something. Mm. Carry on. Because I say he's not called Hulk smash. He's called the Incredible Hulk. And they say, what? Or the Hulk. Yeah. Hulk smash. But because uh, he now says smash. So it's like Hulk, Hulk smash. Oh. Go on Hulk. I like, I like Hulk because he's played um, now. He was originally played by... Um, they cast the wrong person for the last Hulk film. Oh, sexy. Um... It's, it's Mark Gruffalo now yeah, that plays him. And he was originally going to play him and they didn't. They got someone else to play him and he was rubbish. But I like Mark Gruffalo. Oh. But he's a bit of a... I wish he'd stop going on about the, the world and Trump and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I did follow him briefly, briefly on Twitter. looking hot in films. Oh, Flash Gordon and The Incredible Hulk were separated by, by a fan during a blazing row at a comic book convention. Actors Sam J. Jones, who played Flash Gordon in the 1980 film, and 1970s TV Hulk Lou Ferrigno, squared up over punters getting their autographs. See, my money would be on Lou Ferrigno, because he's a proper tough guy, mm. whereas Flash Gordon was rubbish. It was te- I mean, it's a- Flash Gordon was... What was, was his special power? Didn't have one. He was a human who got sent up to space by mistake or something. Wasn't he an American football player? That was it. That was it. Terrible film. I mean, absolutely terrible. They should Fletch. remake it. They should remake it. I wouldn't I mind seeing it. But a superhero set to was avoided when fan Daryl Clements, dressed as El Diablo, of course, <laughs> stepped between the giant actors. Darren, who is five foot seven, his only way. Same height as me. Said there was tiny, was a large crowd around, so I told them to act like adults and grow up as they were supposed to be there for the fans. Can you see it? Go, go, go on YouTube, see if there's footage of that. There's got, someone must have filmed them arguing. I think it's real, that. or is it just an elaborate... Um... No, it's got... No, they wouldn't... But the, the sun printing something that wasn't real. What are you talking about? Well, of course it's real. All right, so Flash versus Hulk. Yeah. I don't know if I was the real superhero. No, mate, you weren't. Because if there was a Clash of the Titans, I would have got squashed. Lou, six foot five... And six foot three Sam argued as they posed for snaps and signed memorabilia at Comic Con at London's. That's where we went last year, isn't it? Yeah. There was just a few Doctor Who's there when we were there. Darren, Begrudgingly. Tw- 25, from Chelmsford, Essex, said, Flash Gordon was telling the Hulk to go home. That's a great sentence. <laughs> Flash Gordon was telling... Oh, sorry. What's, the, what's Flash's real name? Um, Sam Jones. Flash Gordon was telling the Hulk to go home. Lou was just saying, you're winding me up. There was a lot of finger jabbing and it was getting pretty nasty. I went to speak to security and said they were having an argument. They said, would you step in between Flash Gordon and the Incredible Hulk? I thought this has to be calmed down because if one hits the other, it would be chaos. They are absolute monsters. I made them laugh and that seemed to calm everybody down. No, I don't think... Yesterday, the actors were back sitting next to each other at the event, charging 30 quid a signature. No, it's, been, it's probably a little bit of theatre. It's a bit of finger pointing going little, on. It's a, it's a little bit of theatre, guys. Um, mm, mm, mm. Mm, 
Oh, I suddenly feel very tired and my head feels very fizzy. Very fizzy. I'll go home and take my tablets. That's what I mean. That's what we'll. uh, Hey, um, oh, let's have a break, then we'll come back and do this. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. It is weird. When I started doing radio, people would listen to you in the area that you were broadcasting to. I mean, the first thing was Milton Keynes, so people would listen to Milton Keynes. Then I was on XFM, and so people would listen to us on London. Um, now you've broadcast. We've got Roberts listening in South Carolina. Oh my. Isn't that funny? I don't know anything about South Carolina. I've been to the zoo there. Have you? Yeah, my sister used to live in Georgia. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it, I imagine it's be hot. Yeah, it was hot. There we go. Robert. It's beautiful. There we go. It's beautiful and hot there, Robert. Uh, much like yourself, I'm sure, Robert. <laughs> yes, Gareth! <laughs> Hi there, Ian. Hello, Gareth. Hi, um, rather than speak to you, do you mind if I speak at you for a second, please? I don't know what that means, so let's see how we go. Well, I've had a very hard day. Um, basically, I've, um, I just want to vent about my own personal problems. Vent! Vent away! Well, I, a couple of years ago, I was sectioned. Uh-oh. And I went to a place called Headfan yeah. in the Rexham Milo Hospital, and I floated him off myself. And I'm not sure if I am anymore. You're not sure if you are what? Doing well. Go on, why not? It's, it's just a struggle. It, it is a struggle, you know, to get up and... Yeah. So, I mean, feel like I'm reading your show here. Um, no, not at all. No, not, not at all. This is a place where... we. I've been, listen, I've been doing all the jolly stuff, because, you know, that, but, but people are more than welcome to call in about and, and share their, their struggles and their, their, you know, their ups and downs, man. So don't worry about the show. I'll worry about that. You you, you tell me why what, what, what's going on that's, that's so tough for you that you've called in. But I, I went back to... I went back to work. I was signed off for two years. Yeah. Uh, I I took an overdose of methamphetamine two years ago, and I got sectioned. Yeah. And I went back to work, and I've got a lot of hours. My mother has actually just left the toilet. I could hear it. Unless my dog barking. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry, that didn't sound good. But it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some people it's hard, and for some people it's not so hard, and for some people it's hard sometimes and not other times, and for a handful of people I genuinely believe it's easy. Um, But can you put your finger on what is hard? Or why it's hard? I know those are tough questions. Yeah. Why it's hard? Um, I, why it's hard? It's what people think of you. That's what the toughest thing is. The toughest thing is what people think of you when you have such and such a problem. Well, have they told you what they think of you? Uh, no. Right. So, um, uh, uh, and may I suggest that maybe, um. You're w- w- worrying. You're making up what they're thinking about you. Mm, mm, possibly, actually. What, what, what do you th- What do you think they're thinking about you? That you're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and what uh, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they might. All right. Imagine the bloke you work with. Yeah. Thinks you're nuts. 
what does that mean to you? What, why is that necessarily a bad thing? Well, there's, there's humorous nuts like Dalak Royd or Steve Martin, and then there's crap nuts like Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> there's well, has, anyone, has anyone said Peter Sutcliffe to you? I've got a beard and the same hair. I get it well, all the time. Well, then, come on. You don't make it. I you don't make, make it. You don't. If, you've been, if you're going around looking like Peter Sutcliffe, then you maybe. But no one has said... Oh, I, 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 I mean, has anyone actually said because you've been sectioned, you're Peter Sutcliffe, or are they saying Peter Sutcliffe because you look like the Yorkshire Ripper? It's because I look like right. the Yorkshire Ripper. Okay, right. Um, and what do, have you have you told them what happened and what it was like? Well, I, no, I told some my boss, those, and several yeah. friends. But it, it, it's hard. I live in a small village called yeah. Rabban, <clears throat> where Mark Hughes, actually the football Mark Hughes is from. Okay, I don't know that name, but go on. Uh, East Man United. Mm, I don't know that name either. I don't know. I don't know anything about football. So, well, well, basically, uh, it, it's a small village, right. so everybody knows everybody else's business. Yeah. Right. So you're sectioned. Who you try and stab and so on and so forth? And yeah. Ah, it's a bit, I, I, I don't know why I'm venting at you, no offence, Ian. No, it's good, it's good, it's good. We've, got another, we've got another ten minutes, so you, 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 you say as much as you want, and if you want to hang up, then you hang up. It's all groovy, man. Oh, thank you. No, it's groovy, it's fine, and if we don't finish it tonight, you can call in tomorrow. Um, well, how long have you been back at work? Um, well, four months, but only two months according to the um, DWB. Okay, right, okay. Well, I, mean, yeah, I, got, I know what you're don't saying. Don't give me my number. I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, and do you think maybe you've gone back too early? Well, no, because I enjoy it when I'm there. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. So this concern that they're thinking you're a nut job and straight jackets and, you know, potential... Mur- so, so, so when you're at work, you're enjoying it. Is it yeah. just when you get back home that you're worrying about what they think? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Because well, I, I assumed I assumed it'll be there while you're there, and if someone goes off to make a cup of tea and they've gone a bit longer, I thought that you'd, you'd be getting a bit power about that, but it's not. It's when you get home. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Because I work in the barn. It's like, what have they said about me today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they've had a drink and... Uh, um, well, when... The odds are they've probably said they probably said something when you when you first went back. Probably almost definitely said something when you were sectioned. Probably said something when you first went back. But if you've been back there for let's say two months, um, they probably got bored of talking about that. If if they were talking about it at all, and have you ever considered? And I don't know these people, so I don't know. I'm just putting these ideas out there. Instead of them. Thinking that you're, you know, you're a, you're a schizo and you're a potential murderer. I am actually a schizo. Are you? Are you a schizo? Yeah. Sco- yeah. Well, then we'll use the term schizophrenic then, because I don't. I don't mean it to yeah, be. I don't I, mean to I'm say. It to be, schizophrenic. All right, fine. Okay, but then we'll say we'll say schizophrenic then, because I don't. I don't. I don't mean to to, to use it as a derogatory term. Um, and you got like meds and stuff, yeah? Uh, I'm so pride. Okay, right. I don't know what that is, but as long as you're taking what the doctor says, that's all good. Yeah. Um. Has it ever crossed your mind that, 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 or your minds, that maybe, instead of them going, oh gosh, I, I, I really hope Gareth doesn't kill us, that actually, perhaps they're thinking, God, I hope Gareth's alright, it sounds really horrible what he went through, I hope, I, I wish I knew what to say to him, 
to let him know that I'm on his side. Maybe they're having, maybe they, they're having or have had those conversations. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That perhaps instead of them being um, nervous conversations and fearful conversations, actually they they could could have been having concerned conversations about you and about what they could do to make things easier for you. Uh, well, they just packed a bunch of 70-old ex-miners in a small ex-mining village. Yeah. I, I, I doubt they'd be thinking that. There might be one or two. There might be one or two. I think you'd be surprised. Honestly. But also, um, what if they are saying it? What, what, what if they are saying those things? What, does, what, why, why would it matter to you? Because everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be liked. Everyone wants the people to think the best of them. And um, it's while I'm working in this pub and I want the people to think the best of me. Yeah. And, and the, the, the only... I've always, been a, I've always been a performer as a child. At, at, at the age of eight, I played the Apple Dodger in the shitty am- in a poo Amdram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In uh, Clangochlin. Yeah. Small village, and I, I've always wanted to be... Um, I've always wanted to be loved. Do you do Amdram now? Uh, no, I did a few voiceovers for the productions, and I sorted that off. And then um, why, uh, why, 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 why have you? Why don't you do Amdram anymore? Well, I went to university and I did a bit of work for Willie Back Productions. Yeah. And I kind of fell out of love with the harshness of media. Yeah. But if, <laughs> the, the thing I mean? with Amdram, because I did Amdram years and years ago, is there's a few egos there, and there's a few people who. I've well, got I ideas above their doing, station. But there's generally people that do it just because they love it. Well, I remember from that, I did doing professional voiceovers, because yeah. um, a friend of mine runs a production company yeah. for radio production. And then doing voiceovers. Um, sorry, Mum. <laughs> the dogs. <laughs> sorry, Mum. It won't be long. We've got another six minutes, Mum. <laughs> no, uh, and then... Uh, I was doing the voiceovers for a production company, and... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But sometimes, once money starts getting involved and it becomes a job, then it becomes a different thing. Whereas amateur dramatics, people just do it because they like doing it. And, you know, that's why they give up their spare evenings and their weekends and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's just you're saying you're creative and, um, you, you know, you're a bit of a show-off. And I mean that in a, in a complimentary term. Uh, the, 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 it might just be worth... It might you might just be worth looking, you know, into the local group or see if there's a group nearby that you can kind of get involved in. Because I, when I did Amdram, it was like when I was seventeen, eighteen. Everyone, it was all very supportive, and everyone was, you know, was keeping an eye on each other's backs. I don't know. It's just an idea, and it might not be appropriate for no, you. No, no, that's completely fine. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's all just. It's, it's nice to talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Do you, have you got any friends in the village? Uh, well, yeah, but all my friends are in the sleepers in the 70s and I'm 32. Are you flipping it? How does that work, man? It's an old village. Yeah, yeah. There's no, village. there's no young people there? No, it's a, it's a tiny ex-mining village called Ruabon. Mm. I mean, it sounds, it, sounds, it sounds beautiful, but if you're a 32-year-old young man with mental health issues, it does sound <laughs> it's, it's tough. No offence, it's uh, dog faeces. Yeah, I know, no, I know what you mean. I mean you know, we, we, all, we, we all kind of we want to get to a big city when we're younger. Um, are you online, Gareth? 
I am, yeah. Have you got any friends online? I mean, because there are all kinds of, you know... Oh, well, there's a funny story about that. Go on. Uh, I, I was on Facebook under the name, in the tribute bottom, yeah. Cannonball Taffy O. Jones. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I lost my phone, got a new one. Yeah. And to get my code to my Facebook, it had to go to my phone, which I effing lost. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I, I've got my Twitter. Yeah. We'll set up a new Facebook. Easily done. Take you five minutes. You can't log into the old one. No, because I put this um, dual. Well, I was paranoid about somebody hacking it. Yeah. So I put it in the. Is it dual entry? No, dual. Um, dual authentication. Dual so authentication. Oh, okay, right. So you can't. You can't do it. No, just got me all phone. Set up a new one. Set up a new one. Get a new email address. Whatever. I don't know how you do it. Set up a new one. It will take you five minutes, um, and it might be a way of um, just making contact with with people more your age. Do I sound like a knobhead loser here or something? Oh, you, yeah, you do, Gareth, totally. No, of course you don't, man. Not at all. You sound like a bloke who's had a, a, a rough couple of years, um, and anyone that's that's tried to kill themselves and, and has come out the other side totally gets my respect. You sound like a decent bloke who's, um, you sound lonely. That's what it is. You sound lonely. To me, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, I am lonely. Yeah. Yeah, and understandably so. You know, you're a 32-year-old bloke with mental health issues in a village surrounded by people in their 60s and 70s. Nothing to be ashamed of there, man. You're a survivor. Well, You're a survivor. Sorry. You're as tough as all those miners, but just tough in a different way. Tough in a different way. <laughs> sorry, mate. You're right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, you know. Nothing to be, there's nothing to be sorry for. I'm sorry, because I've got, I've got two minutes, and then, then the show ends. But, 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 but. We'll, we'll, we'll put somebody on then. And, uh, no, it's fine, no, it's fine. No, 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 we, we had another caller. No, shut up, Gareth. We had a caller, and, and I, I've, I've sent him away, so it's, it's just you and me. Um, 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 um. And, of course, you know, and this probably isn't appropriate for you, but you know you can phone the Samaritans at any point and be completely anonymous. You know that, don't yeah. you? So yeah, if you feel like killing yourself again or it gets really bad, 116123 yeah. is free. They don't know where you are or who you are or anything like that. So there's always that. Because I, I phoned you in the past, because things, I've always done it under characters. Yeah. Well, I, I prefer talking to you. Because I... I, I did one about pretending because can only a week or the the first that you did the one going on about gentlemen masturbating in um, oh. cinemas. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. It's a very, very, very sexy phone call that that uh, <laughs> got a lot of people hot under the collar. Gareth, listen, I've got to go just because it's the end of the show. Not anything personal. It's just the show ends, and then I yeah, don't know if it's the two mics. I've done. I've done. The mic two mics are still working here after this week. Um, um, but. You are welcome to call me at any point. I'm here Monday to Friday, 10 till 1. Um, and also my email, if you want to email me, but my email's down at the moment, but it's ian at ianlee.com. I-A-I-N at ianlee.com. But you're welcome to call in. Don't worry about bringing the show down or not. That's up for me and Kath to, to sort out and, and, and calls like this. Uh, you know, w- when I hear souls in distress, then it, the rest of the show is irrelevant and we can put that on hold. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Um, there we go. There's, there's, there's souls out there, and it reminds me of a story about... You see that um, terrible story about that guy that survived 7-7? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's what, what a lot of... Um, 
There's a lot of sadness out there, guys. Thank you for that, Gareth. I think you will have brought a lot of comfort to a lot of people, and I know there'll be a lot of people that will be concerned about you, so give us a call again. Um, well, dear listener, uh, it's time for our old boot heels to go wandering. Uh, Catherine, thank you as always. Um, Ed, up yours. And dear listener, <laughs> we will be back tonight at 10. Ta-ta! Election 2017 on Talk Radio.